I can bring you in warm. Or I can bring you in cold. Hello there, and welcome to Recon Specialist TV. I am your host, Patrick Patrick. And I am Padre. And welcome to the 2020 year-end review and wrap-up. We are just getting done with, you know, the latest Everything. year. The, the dumpster fire. The dumpster fire? I God, what? This was a towering inferno of shit piles is what it was. I literally saw a commercial for Match.com as to where Satan gotcha. and 2020 hooked up. <laughs> The fuck? It was hilarious. It's just like I hope this year never ends. It's like the meteorite raining down upon the earth. It's like, oh, wow, I guess that's one way to put that. Sure, yeah. You know what? It was a great commercial. Oh yeah, I, I, trust me. The people who came up with that one definitely deserve some sort of raise. But you know, it's like, hey, let's just show the obvious, shall we? Yeah, please. I mean, it's easy enough just to call 2020 for what it is. I mean, but we're gonna we're gonna look back on 2020, see see the good and most. There's a lot of bad that we're gonna look at too, but we're gonna cover the good that happened in 2020. Oh yeah, and what we can expect for the future, not only for X-wing but for also Recon Specialist TV. In a nutshell, yeah. basically. Yep, we want to keeping you informed is our biggest job. No, yes. not really. keeping you entertained is more like it. Well, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's, yes. that's what we're here for, to keep everyone entertained. That there's guys and people out there, and it's like, you know, they're listening to us, and they're probably chuckling or laughing occasionally. And it's like their spouses are like, what are you, what are you laughing at? And it's like, oh, these two guys who talk about, like, nothing. And they exactly. review a television show, and they talk about games that go pew pew, and and you know their spouses are just looking at them, going, "Okay, <laughs> right." Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, let's. We do have show notes. We oh, have yeah. so much to cover. Um, so we're gonna talk about what we've been up to, uh, basically for this year, uh, what we've change to what we started playing instead so we're going to cover that uh what well, it's not that we're playing instead of we're adding it into our toolbox yeah, we're, we're playing other things and what did 2020 bring us oh i'll tell you what it brought us it brought us a big steaming pile of horseshit for the most part yeah covid definitely was a damper <laughs> it was little a down bit. little bit just just a little bit. It's like, oh, I had a cold. No, this was this was beyond the flu season, baby. Yeah, the, this was absolutely terrible. It shut down almost everything that we know and love for the Oh year. yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I mean we'll also talk about uh oh man, media, what what's coming out <laughs> and how that's going to affect Star uh, you know, X Wing uh, as we oh. know it. Yeah, we got a whole we got a whole bunch of stuff that we're gonna go over tonight, and you know we're we're, we're gonna see what happens where things take us. Yeah, because I mean, then we're also gonna go over 
the uh, here it is. We're going to talk about our experience with Epic. We're going to cover that for a little bit because we did start dabbing into that. Uh, we're yeah. going to have a nice little nice little treat or release uh, reveal reveal. We're going to have a nice reveal later on um, about Epic, and then finally we're going to review the Star Wars Christmas special. And not that one. Not the one that you're no, all no. thinking of. No. no, no. This is the Lego Christmas special. Yeah, the one that's on Disney Plus that dropped that nobody's talking about. For and it's reason. very important. It's it very important. Very important, actually. Which we'll get into when we get there. All right. So let's start out with one of the, the, one of the biggest changes for, for you and I as a... Um, podcast group as a as a youtube channel as as a facebook page everything like that we're, we're going to talk about gale force nine yeah uh, gale force nine um has been very kind to us this year um and what they are doing now is they are sending us games yeah so that we can unbox them so that we can review them and so that we can play them on stream. And you guys will have noticed that from uh, the wonderful uh, new game of World of Tanks that came out that we unboxed and that we've played and that we've enjoyed. And you will also notice that, um, you know, we also got a uh, core set of uh, Aliens, just another glorious day in the core. And they were kind enough to, to, to have a belief in us that we would be able to do something with these games and hopefully uh, put out some quality information. And from the feedback that we've gotten from them, they're happy with what they're doing and they haven't fired us. True. So <laughs> that's always a bonus. Uh, we are looking forward to uh, new titles coming out from them and uh, getting that out there. Uh, we have some unboxings of some of the expansion patch packs that are coming out for that. So you know we have that that we that we started out this year, which is which is a good thing. Oh yeah, I, we're still unboxing X Wing. Um, it's man. Oh yeah, COVID. COVID is the worst. It, it it is the worst. Well, it's, it's, it's we used to have time. Believe oh, it or yeah. not, even with kids, wives, we used to have time to do all of the like all the unboxings. We'd be able to do the reviews like live because of COVID. Your office is taken up from the hours of eight a.m. to five p.m., and I have two hours before work usually, which is not good because that means I'm waking up two hours early. And right. then other than that, not, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm like yep. sneaking in games here and there. Yep. Yep. Uh, so we, 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 we play at odd times. Let's just put it at that. Yeah. Cause uh, OCX, God bless them. They mentioned they're like, Oh my God, you guys should be just running rampant with half Matt can't travel. I'm like, you would think that wouldn't you? <laughs> but no we have children at home and and i have uh a 15 year old that uh, you know <laughs> will not focus on schoolwork unless you know you check basically chain them to a desk yeah. um and i have parenting things that i have to do and i know you have parenting things that you have to do because you still have two little ones at home 
Yeah. Uh, one of them is in school. Married. Yeah, I mean, we're both married. We still have our honey-do list that we have to just take care of. Oh, yeah. I See, my daughter is in school. She's five. She's going to be six in March. No, sorry, May. <laughs> Good thing my wife doesn't listen to this. And <laughs> then my son was supposed to start preschool, but they just closed. They're not, they're flat not opening, so they, they, he's stuck at home with me. I mean, yeah, stuck's the right opportunity. Um, yeah, the joke's on him. He's stuck in here with me. So yeah, that's where we're at with that. So we're doing our best. I mean, we're still putting out content, but nowhere near the rate we used to or want to. So don't worry. Yeah, we'll we will be so putting out more content once the Rugrats are back in school. We'll, we'll go back to the unboxing as soon as things drop. Because yeah. I, we'd like doing it. It's a quick little half-hour snippet. And it's fun. Oh, God, it's loads of fun. I mean, we get to bash now a different uh, game. Or not a different game. We get to bash a different gaming company. <laughs> yes, but that's later on in the show. So True. we're still talking about, you know how we are and what things have we been up to. Uh, I think we need to talk about the X-Wing League, sir. Yes, uh, we are starting an X-Wing League. It's going to be short, or not short, it's going to probably start small, because number one, I've never run a tournament before. Uh, Number two, it's going to be digital, which makes it double tough. And it's not going to be the standard format. It's actually going to be closer to a new game that is not on this list that I'm looking at, which is Marvel Crisis Protocol, and it's going to be uh, basically to where I have converted a chart to where when you build a list, each ship it falls between a certain amount of points. So, for example, uh, zero to thirty-three points is one threat level. Zero to, or I'm sorry, thirty-four to fifty-seven is threat two, and so on and so forth. So that when you do build your list, you build up to twelve threat points. However, when you get to the table, you actually only field eight of your points, but you do get to look at your opponent's list. So all those ships that you normally wouldn't fly, either because you're too scared or it, you know, isn't fitting the current meta, whatever, what have you, you're going to be able to take that ship that you really like. Um, And so far, it's whatever you can equip to that ship. And yes, I understand it's like, oh, well, that's not fair because you can have this ship at this amount of points and it's only a threat level three i know but that's how ffg designed it i just went through all the points and figured out what their scale was for each threat level which was very interesting by the way um because it kept changing i'm like oh okay i pretty much got it and then you look at fen rao as a threat level three at initiative six with a modification slot and he's worth i think 86 points total (laughs) but he's only threat level three meanwhile vader's like a hundred and something now but then you have yeah. to go back and look at points before they were changed. So it's like, oh my god, how much was all It took some work. Yeah, well, that's the thing. When they did what they did to the uh, force abilities, and they just completely changed all the points to it. I mean, yeah. to, <laughs> to be exactly specific, the... Um, well, hold on, let me change it to Vader here. To be specific, when you when they took the supernatural reflexes and jacked it up to 32 points instead of the uh, generic 12. Yeah. Right. Uh, I had to go back and look into that. I'm like, why is Vader threat level four? And you know, that's kind of why, but then also yeah. he's not at 118 points is, which is what I calculated now. <laughs> so I had to bring it down and figure out that at a uh, 86 and up, that's a threat level four. 
which then stops at 98 points. Threat level five is 99 plus because yes, there is threat level five. Um, so, and we wanted to do something different. I mean, everybody does, you know, your your standard 200 point game. Bring three rocks, beat each other over the head with a stick. Uh, we wanted to try something to, to have a different format. Still X-wing, still competitive, but it's it's going to be a little bit more fun, I think, because you have these options, you have these decisions that you have to make, and you know, either it's going to work. Or it's not. So either you're going to be the biggest hero of X-Wing, or you are going to go down in flames, gloriously in flames, burning like the dumpster of 2020 that it is, in flames. Or you're going to have a blast. Well, a lot of people are running their own leagues and doing stuff like this to where it's just their own little format, which is cool. Um, Right. And everyone's talking, oh, I don't like, you know, 206 is getting boring and yada yada. We're in those inner circles because that's what a lot of people say in our circles. Um, And it's like, okay, well, what if I made something that allowed you to take a ship that you really like, but you don't like to? And they were like, oh, that sounds amazing. I'm like, good, I'll do that league. And, and, you know, there's going to be, you know, participation awards. There's going to be, you know... First, second, and third place. Where you know we've we, we we just happen to know a company that does tokens, and um, I want to so, try to look for metallic dice. I'm gonna try. There's lots out there. Um, well, I, I want to reach out to a company to make some, but I mean, if I have to buy some, I will. Unfortunately. Well, we'll see what happens, but you know, this is stuff that we're going to be putting out here for 2021. You know. Um, boy, we're talking about 2021 already. Are you kidding? People were talking about 2021 like six months ago. (laughs) When does it end? So, you know, but that's, that's another major uh, announcement that we have for you guys. So, you know, be prepared. We're going to have more information to come on the, on the league and some more parameters for it, but we got that coming out. How about fly casual, dude? So, well, this is what I'm going to talk about, uh, for, what comes out now because we've had fly casual they are coming out with updates every other day basically now because he has right. the time to to program it uh, right he wants to venture into virtual reality he has all the ships he has the ai that's been in there um but he keeps revamping it and making it better so it takes no time at all to download fly casual and play multiple games. I'm doing that right now with now. I think what's my favorite list. It's five X wings, uh, but it's the initiative ones and they have the, the latest and the greatest card that I, uh, I have no proof, but it sounds about right. Um, FFG when they figured out that they're no longer going to be the head dogs, they just started putting out the cards that they wanted to put out, but we're not allowed to for, whatever reason or never did um and that's when they're like eh, you know what Almost 5x like the, 5x the end times of 1.0 yeah and so then all of a sudden it's false transponder codes for two points on a cavern angel zealot for 40 points total you've run five yeah. of them holy yep. goodness i've never had such an easier time in fly casual and at least you like you you lose a few not or not lose a few games but you know you get hit a few times. It actually makes a good maneuver. No, not with this l- list so far. I literally fly, roll up, 
just jam stuff and then just completely over mod whatever list I'm flying against. And it keeps putting me up against other five uh, ship lists that are higher initiative than me. And I still just completely decimate them because they don't have any mods. It's incredible. Uh, that Yeah, that's a thing now. Don't ask. So that's <laughs> go check out Fly Casual if you haven't. Um, you can easily throw in three, four games uh, without having to set up, find somebody, argue about the rules. It does all the rules automatically for you. You just click and go. So yeah, marvelous program. Oh, marvelous, absolutely. Program. Yeah, it's, it's a great way to learn. It's it's a great way to learn. It's a great way to just sit in your in laws' living room and look like you're busy on your iPad, as opposed to you know. Well, wait, that's what I do. Yeah, I try to look busy. Um, and it's just it's just wonderful. It's just just wonderful, simple, easy to figure, easy to pick up, and easy to play. No, oh, absolutely. So I mean. Beyond that, uh, we're we've been doing epic, but we really want to dive into epic. Yeah, yeah. I, we I want to I want to play that as a as a league. That's it's such an amazing point or version of the game. Yeah, it and and it's it's so different from you have to everything think. else. <laughs> yeah, you, you do, and I'm not good at that, and um. But it's fun because I mean you're pushing around huge ships, <laughs> you know, and you don't have to either for tournaments. Oh, you don't. You can you can field a whole bunch of 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 ships if you if if that's how you roll, you go that way. You know, it's not a big deal. Uh, it, it's almost uh, uh, it's it's almost freeing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, I get to try something different today. I think I will, um, and and that's what makes it fun. Well, you, you know, the great it's, it is literally a. I think it's where one was by the end. That's where Epic is now. So it is yeah. loads of fun because you're there to basically try and break the game. It's it's yeah. a little bit of hotak. Um, so it's where I can now build a list. It's uber ridiculous with all the actions and all the triggers and ships that you would never expect to be amazing to be really freaking good especially when you fly them in a squadron together and then it's just like wow you just wiped out like three of my ships in a single turn of combat it's like yeah but that's okay because in normal terms to where i would do that in a 206 match this is epic you still i still have to do whatever the mission says that i have to complete doesn't matter how many of like how many of you i kill if there's still something alive of yours and I still haven't completed the mission and then you complete the mission, you win. doesn't matter how much I've killed you, which yep. is a nice change of pace. <laughs> yeah, it adds it, it adds a, a little bit of depth to the game. Yeah, well, it's the next point is Atomic Mass Games was saying that they're going to do organized play, but they're also going to look into scenarios. I'm going to take that with a big fucking rock assault because you can promise whatever you want as a gaming company. Oh, sure. Sure, absolutely. I mean, but you, you don't but play we, it, but Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I mean, so far that game is amazing as long as it's the PC version. Uh, but again, the game company promised the world, and people got it, and it turned out to be complete shit. Um, <laughs> so, Keanu yeah, Reeves is in the commercial, man. Oh, that uh, means it's amazing. It's got to be good. Yeah. Um, and then of course, you know, uh, just as we were saying, you know scenarios scenarios whether it's epic or scenarios versus uh 
just playing it out of uh, a standard 200-point game. You know, yeah. scenarios make the game so much deeper and richer and almost more fulfilling. Um, and, and that holds true for whether you're playing X-Wing or if you're playing World of Tanks or if you're playing Aliens or, you know, War at Sea. I mean, it doesn't matter. Uh, scenario basis is just cool. Yeah. Well, it's to where... I wanted to actually take FFG scenarios and make them five points each, and then you can include them in your list for five points, just to throw something in there for fun. Um, right for our league, I didn't want to push the envelope, but I, that's that would have been absolutely crazy if you build your threat levels and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, by the way, there's mines starting on the map as well as bombs, and it's like, yeah, yeah, oh, don't touch this. Yeah, don't touch this. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch it. I'm yeah. gonna touch it. I mean, because. It's. I like the fact that FFG has these scenarios. They're not overwhelming to where, okay, well, we're going to start this round. There's going to be nine asteroids on the table. Oh, instead of our normal six? Yes, because I've seen your list and you're running a swarm. I'd rather have more rocks to make your swarm a little bit harder to fly. It's like, cool. I completely understand. So to combat that, I'm taking mines and... We're gonna include those two. <laughs> yeah. Like oh so, Jesus. Okay. So, so scenarios, I think I think uh if if uh if everything works right and and all the stars align and everything like that, I think you could very easily see scenario based competitive X Wing coming to a store near you, maybe in twenty twenty one when they open things up a bit. I would. I don't mind the 406 and 206. I would love it if you could go to different tournaments and instead of like Gen Con, it's literally that to where it's just the strict 206 that they had scenario tournaments and epic tournaments and all that as well. And well, we know for a fact it can be done at the same time because let's face it, uh, Chad does it with... Um, CAC, you have your regular, you know, X-Wing players, and then you have the Epic players that are always there too, and they're just as competitive doing scenario-based stuff there. Yeah, and trust me, you, the matches do not take that long, unless you don't have a judge there to make sure that people are moving along, I mean, because they'll just sit there and sit at a dial for 20 minutes, and you're like, okay, you know... I know normally on game night we can play this game forever, but we're at a tournament. You need to pick up your pace, which is completely yep. understandable. And yep. it's, I've played, I mean, we've actually played a lot of Epic, and which we're going to talk about later. Um, so I think we'll skip that for now and talk about what else have we been playing? Marvel Crisis Protocol. Yes, which is made by Atomic Mass Games. And you get to throw things. <laughs> you get to throw things. There's nothing better than using Hulk to throw like a truck, a building, <laughs> or a building, and crush something that's really pissing you off. You know, uh, our our friend Rich is very much into the 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 Marvel Crisis Protocol. Um, what do you mean? I Joseph? think it's. Yeah, yes, pardon me. Joseph is into it, and he really definitely enjoys it. And you've played it, and I have played it, and I 
I liked uh, I liked the game. I thought I liked the mechanics of it. Yeah, I really did. It's the same thing to where we each pick scenarios and one of them randomly gets chosen and you have to anticipate for that. And that yeah. also can change how many points you can put on the board as well. So don't tell me, people, that it can't be done. It can be done. X-Wing can be that. And don't tell me that you're going to leave because, I mean, sure, you'll be replaced. You'll be missed, but don't worry. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll talk about you when you're gone. Um, I think Atomic Mass Games, have having thus proved that it can be done in uh, Crisis Protocol, will definitely be able to do the same thing with X-Wing. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Um, they've, they've, they've seen one, they've done one, they'll teach one. You know, it's not a, it's not gonna, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities. Yeah. I really don't. I think Marvel has come up with some outstanding expansion packs. Uh, the models are not difficult to, to put together. That's for darn sure. And painting them is a dream and it's, it's a lot of fun. I mean, let's face it. It's comic book colors. It's, it's their primary colors. They're very easy and, and fun to do. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't. We don't want X Wing to be a paint your own, but <laughs> no, no. Um, but it is fun to say. Well, you know what? I'm going to run these uh, these five X Wings. I, I might as well make them all into a, a a squad. You know, there's nothing stopping you from doing that. It's a game that you don't have to. Exactly. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that away. And let's face it, FFG, uh, their designers put together some beautiful models this year. They've always put together beautiful models, so I, I'm not faulting FFG on that at all. Speaking um, of models, you've gotten into 3D printing this year. Yes, I have. And um, the one thing I have been printing up like crazy, I mean, just crazy, crazy, is um, War at Sea. Axis and Allies War at Sea. It's a game that uh, was, what, Wizards of the Coast... It yep. was a fantastic game, and then they stopped producing it. However, all the people that have the game still are playing it. <laughs> and there is such a call-out for new ships or for ships that they can no longer find. They may have a card for it. So this whole 3D printing thing is just fantastic. I mean, hey, cats, I have so many of the ships now, but I've been, I've been printing them up. And, and you know, one of the, the fun things I, I was able to do uh, was I found a card for the USS Wisconsin. And for those of you in the know, I was in the U.S. Navy, and the ship that I served on was the USS Wisconsin. I actually found a model of it that I was able to print out and I'm able to put onto the game. And I just, it just, it made me a happy little camper. I was able to find um, my, my uncle's ship from World War II. He was on the USS West Virginia. And I have that model. And that's, I, I put that out there when I wish to. I love War at Sea. I think that, I, I, here, here we go. Wizards of the Coast. If you're listening, and we know you are, because everybody listens to us. Not really. Um, but if you guys are listening, Please, 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 bring back Access and Allies War at Sea. Just, well, that, just bring it back. That please. was the other thing is Gale Force. People are asking, I think, Gale Force 9 to bring it back because mm -hmm. they could do World of Warships because that's, you know, that's currently a game that is exactly like World of Tanks. It's just with ships and it yep. follows the same premise of Access and Allies. Yep. And they're like, please make Access and Allies 
please. And I think Gale Force Nine is looking into it. There is nothing being promised. I no, they're not promising nothing. But you know what? I don't think. Uh, I'll put it this way: Gale Force Nine puts together such a quality product that it would not surprise me if they're not looking at the feasibility studies to True. do just that. And I don't want people to, th- oh, well, you're just saying that because you're a sponsor. No, we wouldn't be spo- or we wouldn't be sponsored by them unless we liked their product and believed in it as a yeah. gaming company. Yeah. Was- I mean, we're not making money off of them. They don't pay us nope. to play their stuff. They said it to us. We have every, every right to say it's a piece of shit. We have every right to say it's great. It's what we feel like. There's no money exchanging hands. We genuinely, gen, genuinely, there you go. Like your games, genuinely. Genuinely. <laughs> That's a new word. Do we genuinely love their games? Um, and it it, it just is. Uh, we, they've been punching above their weight for years. Yeah, and and now we're oh, aliens. Another glorious day in the course is is just yeah it's just a wonderful game you know once we dove into it and got into it and let and i mean i kicked our asses (laughs) i just i just practiced the the next mission holy crap are we gonna have to work so much together Um, yeah i wasn't doing terrible but i definitely forgot whether or not i activated a character because there are a lot of them on the table and I, yeah. I rushed up Frost, gave him another action, and he turned on the flamethrower, and he killed a lot of aliens. Um, but then I was like, I think I already activated oh. Burke. I think I just cheated. By the way, yes. if your ears were burning today, it's because Uncle Mark got mad at you and I. Probably. Uh, because he was he watched the, uh, the aliens unboxing in our playthrough. Oh, he and wanted- when he- and when he was done, he went to the game store and ordered it. Of course. Oh, so, <laughs> I mean, I've had people tell me that they've ordered the World of Tanks. They're super excited for and also Aliens. Because let me yep. tell you, Aliens is a single to six-person campaign game. You can Cooperative. You can play it at your home at your home by yourself, or you can play yep. in TTS. That's already up as well. Someone created it, thank goodness. Um, And holy geez, it's a good break. From X-Wing. It's an, uh, oh, yeah. You can paint the models, or you can leave them just as is and play the game right out of the box. Holy yeah, I mean, Jesus. The great. <laughs> you know, that's not too far of a, of, a, of a reach there, and the aliens, oddly enough, are black. So there you go. Yeah, there's already expansions for it. Um, there's, I, what, 13, 14 different characters that you can choose from, and there's the queen alien, there's uh, the yeah, experience there's mode. With that game. Like Jesus Christ, there's a lot going to be happening with that game. Yeah, uh, it's it's such a good break from X Wing because literally you're you're what's supposed to happen is you die. You're supposed to make it out with barely anyone left. Yep, <laughs> yep. Because let's face it, in the movies, uh, it was not exactly survivor friendly. Yeah, um, exactly. So uh, let's see what else we got. Oh. Let's talk about tokens. We talked about 3D printing. We're going to talk about tokens for a few minutes. All right. I'll give you three um, minutes to talk about tokens. <laughs> okay. Um, this year has been rather difficult with COVID. Um, we have managed to stay above water line. You know, we're, 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 our heads are above the water. 
we're still doing just doing still doing tokens we're still making tokens we're we're not dead in the water um and we have everybody out there who's listening to our voices right now to thank for that yes uh we'll be adding more tokens uh to the line um in, in fact uh kill team yeah will be coming out um i just finished up the design for that today so that'll be hitting our our shelves here uh probably the first week of the new year yeah. uh so you know we branched out to do things we we made we made christmas ornaments this year uh you know uh you know baby yoda we love baby yoda uh, uh, also we're, we're trying... we also oh, yeah. you got an order from my wife for Shit's creek because yeah. if you have not seen that show holy jeez go watch it of of all the christmas ornaments uh you fold it in that, padre yeah <laughs> it says to fold it in um you know but we did uh custom to we did custom ornaments for people who just wanted to get you know their kids photograph on them or something like that so you know there's really not too much uh that we're not able to do double-sided three-inch uh christmas ornaments was really cool uh the other thing that i've been enjoying this year i know you've been enjoying it this year is painting yeah um i'm i painted all the models for aliens i paint i'm starting to now paint x-wing ships because challenged and uh marvel crisis protocol i've been painting those as much as possible because yeah. when the stores do in reopen i am going to be playing that game on a table and posting videos of it as well uh with joseph because i know he wants to play on a table so bad <laughs> oh yeah I, th I mean thank god tts is there okay it allows us to play games with one another and that is always it's the way games are supposed to be played. Um, that's a new. That's a new good transition to the next part. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, but, a good segue. You know, good segue, Padre. Thank you. But you, you know, it, there's. It's never going to take the place of actual playing on a table with a friend or or or. Uh, uh, an opponent on a Saturday afternoon that you have no idea you you don't know each other, but by the time you're done with the game, you're calling each other by your first names. Uh, yeah, you know, it 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 has no substitution for that, but it's as close as yeah. we can go. Well, yeah, well, especially when we do have Matt, that's as close as you and I can get to playing each yeah. other on a physical table. Yes, and that requires us to work with cameras and uh, and 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 to believe in wiggle room. Um, so, yeah, so what did 2020 bring us? Um, I told you what it brought us. It no, told no. Us. Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it brought us a big steaming pile of horse shit, but what it also brought us, on a lot of ways, closer together. Yeah, so, I mean, silver lining, we got out of uh, 2020, we got basically TTS and all the developers. Thank you, because you brought yeah. us... Hotak was out there, but not really 2.0 ready, so that was updated. Uh, they also added the Scum and Villainy campaign, the Epic Everything, Flight Group Alpha. Yeah. And someone's now developing the Squadrons scenario, so the new video game Squadrons. Someone's trying to make the scenario for X-Wing, which I think is freaking awesome. Um, oh, yeah. 
Shuttle. Yeah, well, then Shuttle Tidarium. Um, Biff did it. He he did the Vassal update for 2.0 to where Flight Group yeah. Alpha and Ho those are updated. Um, and then we already talked about Fly Casual, like to where the AI yeah. is ten times faster when it does a dial. Um, his updates are cranking out. So anytime FFG does new content or points changes, he's got it in there already. Um, and also flying solo it's not really a silver lining but it's out <laughs> it exists yeah <laughs> okay um yeah it exists uh and and it is it is what it is um i don't think that uh the solo ai is ever going to uh uh be better than uh shall we say uh yeah any <laughs> the fan-made x-wing ai yeah it's not it, yeah. it really yeah. won't it's got yeah. years under its belt um plus it's just okay. a better design that is now uh or not now but it's owned by someone else and ffg can't really buy it <laughs> so, well, I mean, they could buy it but they would have to pay for it well, I, well ffg wouldn't now atomic mass games would uh but there's nothing they can do about it yeah all right uh well, you with it being at the end of the year. Exactly. I'm going to add this to the good column, even though some might disagree. We got a new digital meta. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, let, let's, let's, let's be realistic. Um, digital meta plus try it before you buy it on TTS equals happier campers to 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 try things to do things that you would never ever do before because let's face it you know eight tie fighters even just eight basic tie fighters is 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 expensive <laughs> well it's also hard to fly and bumping causes delay in games so sure i mean we're talking 160 dollars yeah minimum <laughs> you know it 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 just is and i'm sorry 160 Padre don't play that. You know, I gotta <laughs> I gotta do it in piecemeal, man. I, I'm not gonna go out there and be like, well, Jesus, I'm gonna go drop $160 on these eight ships. No, that's never going you're never gonna hear me say, Well, I just went to the game store, dropped $160 and got four ships. You know, you're never gonna hear me say that. It's not gonna happen. But know. at least TTS, I can do it. Yeah, so I mean the fact that you can fly lists faster than you normally would, you can get ships that you normally can't afford. And you can play test them anytime, anywhere, because there are so many players that you can just grab online. You don't have to go to the store and do it. A lot right. of people got reps in, were able to fly and play test things that they normally couldn't, and it formed a new meta. Uh, and oh, uh, FFG addressed it. What? It formed it all on its very own. Yeah, FFG addressed it. They were like, oh we realized that we screwed up. We didn't think that that many people could fly that many Petronaki aces. And it's like, well now in digital X-Wing, we can, even though mm -hmm. you can't acknowledge that digital X-Wing exists, but sure. Why not? <laughs> but you'll just change the points just because wink, wink, nud, nud. Yeah, we know. Um, but yeah, that's just a thing that got developed in 2020. That's what it brought. Yeah. And, 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 and like I say, uh, I th I really think that um, gameplay in families increased. Yeah, uh, double, tripled, quadrupled. I know in in our family. I mean, we like to play 
board games, but uh, since the lockdown and since you know you're right on top, we've played more more board games. Eat gads. We, I played more Ticket to Ride, and then we branched off into Ticket to Ride New York, and then we brought you know the Nordic Ticket to Ride. These are all board games that we've played. We've played more card games. We've played a lot more tabletop games than you normally would. He gets Christmas Day. We played Monopoly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's not exactly the world's most complicated game out there, but it was fun. It was nostalgic to play it. You know, we had a great time doing that. So it was great because you know those scenes in movies to where like they're playing poker and this guy you know plays dumb. Oh, poker! That's I've heard about that. All I have is hundreds, though. Is that okay? So I'm in, right. I, I'm in Target, and my wife is like, "Oh, ticket to ride. We need to buy that." I'm like, "For who?" And she goes, "For us." I'm like, "Why?" Because my wife doesn't really like those types of board games, and she goes. No, my friend told me to buy it. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. If I recommend anything, one it year does, and out the it's other. It's no good. It's if no a, good. If a friend recommends it, and I even said that to him, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to tell your friends to recommend X-Wing, and then you'll just jump right in. But <laughs> <laughs> and so She's like, we should buy Ticket to Ride. I'm like, oh, I've heard about that game. It's like so good. Let's buy it. And all of a sudden now, every day, she's like, can we play Ticket to Ride? I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. So, and um, did she did she enjoy Ticket to Ride New York? Oh yeah, she won that too. I I don't win. I just like yeah. to play. Yeah, yeah. We played it the other night, and I thought, I swear, I had it. I had it. I had it. I had the longest train. I completed three of the this, and I did. I mean, it was beautiful. It's the best game I have ever played in my life. Yeah, it's and good. it beats me by five points. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm it's, just like, really? It's in 10 to 15 minutes. <laughs> you know, oh my God. You know, well, we played the full version. We played, you know, the U.S. version. And it was it was a good time. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think that COVID has managed to uh, bring us together a lot of ways for, for gaming. I think it's brought us together in terms of conversation because you can't avoid each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I know that uh, my 15-year-old and I have had more conversations uh, than than we had when he was 14. <laughs> uh, you know, because let's face it, we're stuck together. Um, but I, I also think that uh, that's been, you know, a good takeaway from what has been happening. You know, the other, the rest of 2020, I could really do without. Uh, the political backfighting and all of that other stuff, but we're not a political uh, podcast. podcast, nor will we ever be. But I'm tired of the general BS going around, and I'm, I know you are too. Oh, I can't stand it anymore. Which brings us yeah. to goodbye, FFG. I mean, goodbye. FFG, who could be? Never mind. Anyhow, goodbye, FFG. So long, FFG. Some of you are happy. Some of you are sad. Some of you are indifferent. Either way, they're going away. Yeah. Um, so, I don't like... Uh, I don't have an exact answer for you. Because I hear so many different rumors from so many different people. And there's too many conflicting stories. And everyone says, well, I know first-hand knowledge. So, yeah, sure. Sure you do. Basically... <laughs> from what I can gather, is the staff had options to stay 
with X-Wing, but they had to move to where Atomic Mass Games is in Washington. And they were all saying, no, there's conflicting stories to where they just got the boot. They didn't have any option to stay with the company, and that was it. They got fired. Um, but as far as we know, almost all of the developers are gone. They're not going to Atomic Mass Games, and that's where it that's where it's going to stay. So, yeah. I mean, thank you, everyone, for all the years. Thank you for dealing with X-Wing during the times of COVID and... And, uh, and thank you for doing your best. Yeah. I mean, appreciate, you know, the good times. We don't appreciate necessarily the bad times, but we don't also think that any developer or anybody that had anything to do with the game had any malice in their, their hearts and souls when they were coming up with the game. I think that they generally were thinking, oh, let's do this. This will be a great idea. I just think that there were issues. No, I think they hate A-Wings. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all right maybe but so so goodbye ffg and now we're gonna take a couple of minutes and we're going to welcome in amg otherwise known as atomic mass games let's talk about our hopes and our dreams shall we well oh, hopes and dreams uh epic epic uh tournaments scenario tournaments um them coming out with different types of packs and upgrades and new ships. Please and don't make maybe, a version three. And maybe hire somebody to, I don't know, write the cards better. <laughs> no, no. I I firmly will stand in the sand and say, uh, the reason the cards are the way they are is because people suck. <laughs> and that's us. <laughs> um, I, I have high hopes uh, that um, the gameplay will get better. Uh, I also have I, I have high hopes that Atomic Mass Games realizes that the people who play more of uh, more uh, Star Wars miniatures are not playing in tournaments. There are a couple of guys who get together on Saturdays, drink a few beers, and uh, roll some dice on the table. Yeah, um, you're gonna have to cater to them. Uh, people are going to buy ships anyways. The tournament level, uh, I mean, if people really want this game to be OP, organized play, you're, they're going to have to create some ban lists. They're going to have to, uh, well, I mean, one of the things that happened was a huge hyperspace change that dropped right before FFG said Avita Zane. So, and people are, you know, either okay with it or they hate it <laughs> right because you know none of the ships that certain people wanted to be in are not and people were like why is that ship now in so they're gonna have to figure out what they're doing are they gonna keep it to where everything is hyperspace everything is extended or they're gonna come up with their own nonsense i don't well, know. and don't forget the, the rule of halves so halves are gonna like it halves are gonna hate it and half are gonna be indifferent Exactly. That's perfect. <laughs> okay. And, and and that's the way it is. Uh, you're not going to satisfy everybody. You're not going to uh, dissatisfy everybody. And there's just going to be some people going, yeah, whatever. I'm going to cheat. Let's have some house rules. Yeah. And and, there's, I, and you know what? The last time I checked in the rule book, there's no rule in the rule book that says you can't make up your own house rules. 
true. And that's what people are doing anyways. <laughs> they can do whatever the hell they want. Um, you know, it, 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 it just is. Um, I'm being uh, cautiously optimistic. Yeah, exactly. Um, because, you know what? You can say, oh, they're going to do a great job with this. How do you know? Or a terrible <laughs> job, and how do you know? And, and yeah, the, or, oh, they're going to do a job. Yeah, how do you know? <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to wait patiently to see what happens. It's m- much too soon to to see any trend or any uh, earth shattering uh, developments at at this stage of the game. It it it's just impossible. So everybody, just calm down. Yeah, it's okay. Keep it's playing. all right. Keep playing your game. And if you're if you're fed up with something, change the rules. <laughs> you know. I mean, see, oh, that's one thing I want to try to do more is play. Because I have been playing fly casual more, but I actually want to fly against the AI on an actual board. Because that's actually more of a challenge, because then you can change dials for the AI just to make it to where it's a little bit better for the AI and so on. Um, yeah. But speaking of things that are getting updated, the new application came out in 2020. It's better for list building. Yeah. On the and, and on the yeah, website. And, but it's not going to... Yeah. I mean, the biggest downfall of that app is when it didn't fit the PDF. Right. <laughs> that was the biggest problem. Well, I won't say it's the biggest problem. That was one of the biggest problems. The other biggest problem was you couldn't copy ships. Uh, it was a pain in the butt to like add and subtract things, but it had a very vast download count. So yes. people who don't listen to podcasts like this or, uh, you know, subscribe to Facebook pages or YouTube channels, that's what they were using because that's what it said in the instructions. It said, hey, go to this app and download it and you can list build whether it was right. shitty or not. That's what you and, used. And and then they always did come up with the caveat that the PDF is boss. Yeah. I saw that. Well, that was even funnier because you're like, what do we do? And you're like, well, PDF's boss anyway, so whatever. <laughs> Yeah. Like, well, shit. We it's know PDF that's stuff. wrong. <laughs> yeah, but the PDF says I can't. T- I can take this bomb. Well, then I guess you're taking that bomb. Exactly. Oh man. All right. It is. It is. So let's talk about media. Media. All right. So this is what 2020 brought us for oh, media and I, Disney Plus. Wait. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Da da. Yeah. Boom boom. The Mandalorian season two. If you haven't seen it, oh geez, go see it. It's if so you good. haven't seen it, drop the six ninety nine a month just for that show. Yeah, uh, it's Man. the most downloaded show on the freaking platform. Just, just saying, it is. I mean, it is a, a by far, it is a fantastic movie show. And I say movie. I knew you did that on oh, purpose too. <laughs> okay. It 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 is a fantastic show. But you know what? You can sit there at the end of the eight weeks and you can just binge watch the heck out of it and you've got a whole new movie. And it's fantastic. It's it's fantastic. Um you know, I'm sorry, I'm not going to call it by its real name. We're not going to. It's not gonna happen. Uh, I, I guess we can't really say anything really too deep about 
the Mandalorian because there might be people listening to this podcast oh, who yeah, have I'm not. not I've learned my lesson. <laughs> so, um, just you know, I'm just being honest here. I really like the show. Oh, my yeah. daughter, who is not into Star Wars at all, enjoys the show. That's what you're finding. There are a lot of people who know nothing about X-Wing, or n- nothing about Star Wars, don't care about Star Wars, don't want to watch the movies, but they will tune in every week to watch The Mandalorian. Yep. Uh, what else do we, did we get from the media? We got oh. Rogue Squadron. Well, the Star Wars Holiday Special we got. Well, we're going to talk about that during our review time. I but know, but... yes, we did get a brand new Star Wars holiday special. Yep. Yeah. So then you said Rogue Squadron. That's the new movie uh, that's going to be yes. coming out. Uh, right. Television shows. What up? Jeez. Obi-Wan. Ashoka. I mean, really? Andor. The Bad Batch. Uh, I mean, come on. Uh and and let's let's talk about the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, R- Rangers of the New Republic, Visions. Oh, God. Lando. Uh, I mean, the yeah. acolyte and a droid a, story. A droid story, not to be confused with the Christmas story. Yeah, yeah, or a Star All Wars story. All he wants story. Is, is is an official Red Rider blaster gun. Exactly. Right no, <laughs> he'll shoot your um, eye out. <laughs> well, burn it out. But uh, I mean, <sighs> yeah, they went to the nth degree. I mean, it was a cornucopia of media blitz, and and what is coming out for Star Wars? That you know what they don't have to necessarily make new movies. No, they there just do is- that. They can just do this. And like I said, you know, Mandalorian is a great movie show, right? Yes. It's, you know, if, if, if Ahsoka does well, oh, oh, my word. The Book of Boba Fett does well. Oh, oh my God. Obi-Wan does well, oh, right? I mean, even even the, 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 the preview trailer that I saw of Andor, yeah, that looks good. <laughs> I mean... I mean, we're clearly mentioning this because all of these are at completely different eras of Star Wars throughout the sequels, prequels, and the originals. So, I mean, that could mean a vast amount of new ships. You know, oh, oh, and, 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 you know, let's face it, the rat is not one to, to let a, uh, uh, a licensing opportunity uh, get in its way. No. You know? So we'll find out like if shows only last one season and then they don't come back. It's like, okay, well, I guess that show wasn't as successful or as popular as the others, but it'll those will get filtered out. Things yeah. will bubble to the surface and we'll get things that are new and fresh and even nostalgic and it will be well, I'll tell you what, the the Star Wars holiday special, definitely fresh. Oh, yeah. Um, Lego does not do bad things. No, no. Nope, nope, and nope. And and it, it, was, it was a welcome breath of fresh air. Well, it so really was. I can't, I, the, the new Star Wars game that's supposed to come out for Lego, or maybe it already has, I don't know. Um, 
that looked amazing. Usually it's funny, it's action packed, and it's kid friendly. Yep. So, I mean, I believe as soon as it does or did come out, I'm buying it because we just got a Switch for Christmas. <laughs> if not, I'm buying it for the PC. Well, um, I have, I think I have it for the Wii. Um, you know, the, the, the Star Wars Legos. I mean, it's just a great game. <laughs> you know, and it was it was serious enough and irreverent enough. Well, I played the Marvel Legos, um, Indiana Jones Legos, I believe. I don't. I played well, a, a lot was, of them. There was the cheat code that you could uh, turn Han Solo into Indiana Jones, and he's using a whip in the Star Wars world. <laughs> yeah, there's okay. So this is yeah, this the Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Uh, add to your wish. It says coming soon. I, they only have uh, two more days before 2020 ends, which is yeah. that's when the release date is. It just yeah. says 2020. Uh, so, but holy Jesus, know. it looks so good. It you just know. looks amazing. But uh, you know, it's just uh, it, I'm looking forward to to 2021. I'm I'm very yeah. much looking forward to 2021. Everyone is. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I wish. I'm, and I'm then sorry. we can have hindsight being 2020. Um, you humans are hilarious when it comes to the rotation of a planet around its sun and thinking that that's going to make things complete. It just it, it's a switch in your mind. It's like 2021. It's over. We everything's yeah. better, even though nothing's literally changed. Yeah, no. <laughs> Yesterday, just because the the date changed does not does not mean that this dumpster fire is out. Nope, yeah. still going. Um. So you want to talk about the huge hyperspace change? Uh, I guess we have to. So go ahead. Um, well, basically, if you go into any sort of list builder and change it to hyperspace, um, a lot of people are upset with it because either their ship didn't make the cut or ships that because. FFG really got in its own way because they would have ships come out. That ship would then be added to hyperspace and it would make things at least fresh for that time because new players would buy the ship and then be ready to play in a tournament. And then that was a good step in the right direction to make things a little bit, you know, easier to get into. That's what hyperspace was for, is for new players to get into them to be somewhat competitive ready field yes yeah and it would limit things to where they weren't overwhelmed it was a it was a good idea um yeah however they started to change it to where when you bought a new ship it necessarily wasn't in hyperspace which is a problem we had the uh extended tournaments come out for the digital meta so all of a sudden hyperspace is banthapudu it's the worst format ever you know created and things really didn't change points didn't really come down things were removed from certain ships like the fire spray to where it lost one slot but it didn't matter it can just take another and I, people are indifferent about it but it doesn't right. matter it really didn't i that's what's so funny is hyperspace is a format that's not really being played right now. So what does it matter? Even yeah. though another company's taking it over, so they're probably going to make changes to it if possible. And it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Well, that, resistance is 
a thing to where they don't have a lot of ships that came out for that faction, and they really don't have that much to play with in hyperspace because they keep taking things out. Yeah. And so they don't have a large base ship. They barely have a medium base ship. <laughs> so it's like, uh, you can easily fly with stuff, but it's very limited. And yep. uh, people are just, uh, they're indifferent about it. So, I mean, if you are flying hyperspace, if you think it's still the superior format, all the power to you. Um, if you're a new player, it's still an excellent format to start with. It, it, you know, that's the other thing. People say all the goodies for either the Galactic Republic or for the Separatists. Because for some reason, those are the two newest factions, and those seem to have gotten everything and more in hyperspace. Yeah. Yep. And other factions are just not getting as much. So, I mean, take it as you will, people. Do with it what you will. Um, But yeah, that that's where it is right now. It's a format that's there. FFG shook it up a little bit. They even put out an article saying that that's what they wanted to do. Um, We have no way of finding out if that was a successful shakeup or not. Because <laughs> yeah. nobody's playing hyperspace. Right. All so right. that... That's good. Uh, let's see. We did have... Uh, what did we have released this year? We had uh, oh, the geez. T-70 wing pack. Yep. So that came out with some new pilots. Uh, right. Slave we 1 had... came out for the Separatists. Mm-hmm. The Nimbus 2000. Oh, wait. Yeah. That's a movie. See, <laughs> you think Harry Potter. I think Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the Nimbus came out, the the, the ETA two, the 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 Z class shuttle, yep, the LAAT gunship, oh, the HMP droid came out, which I I noticed it more now that I've rewatch I'm rewatching the movies. So uh, the scene to where they're on, um, Wookie Topia, Jesus Christ, what's the name? <laughs> Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. Wookie Topia. I like Wookie Topia yeah. better. Wookie um, um, There was like tons of those flying around. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, there it is. I recognize that ship. It's cool now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Thai Brute. My favorite. Day. Yep. Um, the Fire Spray. Yeah, that was re-released. Um, yep. We got the Loaded Pack, which was one of my favorites. Yeah, the Hot Shots and Aces, and Never Tell Me the Odds. Those were announced in November, but they did come out in uh, January. Right. Those were shipped uh, to us. And we got Major Von Regs Interceptor. Ah, uh, yeah. That's very sneaky. Oh, yeah. And then and the... Re-release of a TIE Defender. They re-release the TIE Defender, and yet they don't give me any K-Wing love. God. That was the thing that that was one of the ships that got re-released and wasn't in hyperspace. And people were like, "Well, what the fuck am I going to buy that for? What is a new player going to buy that for if not to yeah. play it in hyperspace?" But it was that was at the early ends of COVID. So yeah, <laughs> uh, we got the RZ two A wing. Yep, the which tiny. many people were were excited about. Yeah, when it uh, when it got uh, released, the tie uh, interceptor. And also the Hound's Tooth. Those got re-released. The Hounds of War! Yeah, well, so, that's... All those got released, and now, I mean, even... For the win. Yeah, well, even the TIE Interceptor right now in hyperspace, you can't fly Sunterfell. Yeah. Yeah, like, so people were very angry at that. They're like, oh, so the 
very ship that anyone would want to or need to fly. Um, also, Darth Vader you can't take <laughs> for the Empire. Yeah. Uh, which is absolutely adorable. The uh, the TIE Fighter you can't take. Uh, is it? Can you not take Howl Runner or is... Come on, scroll down, you damn it. Oh, no, you can take Howl Runner, but she went up like four points. Um, yeah, so that's like the type of changes that they did. So all these things are re-released, but you can't really fly any of the cards that come with them. So I, I... Don't forget, 2020 also brought us our two quarterly points changes. Oh, you were so angry about those. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I'm sorry. They couldn't be quarterly. Oh, our, our, <laughs> our bi-yearly points changes <clears throat> and a one emergency uh, points change yes because you know you have to have an emergency points change. so that yeah that happened uh moving on uh well, <laughs> let's see, those happened and they kept changing everything immediately after or reversing it or twitter posting or you know doing what they said they wouldn't do but they did so right um, they didn't do much this year in the realm of how many times they did it. They only, they did the two points changes, one emergency points change, um, but they did do some drastic changing over this year when it came to yes. the game. Yes. Um, you want to talk about our experience with Epic? Yeah, so we're going to change gears now because we've been going for, what is it? A we're while. For an hour. We're going to we're gonna put a timestamp. I think we're going to drop it down to to, to 15 minutes because we really want to get to this freaking. Yeah, we have other things to do tonight. Well, we want to uh, review. Uh, we're going to do the review of the, the, the Star Wars special the in special. this podcast, Christmas special. Are we, we doing to. it in this podcast or are we going to take like a five minute break? We can take a five minute break. I mean, for the people listening, they're not going to have a five minute break, but we are. Yeah, because, you know, you know, yeah, Padre's not be. as he used to be. I need to pee. Um, right, so let's gotta put, change the bag. Yeah, we'll Any, do a fifteen-minute timer on Epic because we already did okay. talk about it a little bit. And we can do less, but let's not go over. Yeah. So I mean, we're gonna announce here. We're going right to. Now. Yeah, right now, right now, we're gonna be playing against or with or uh, you know, bipartisan with the Shuttle Tidarium podcast. We have been in talks with the fine crew of the shuttle Tidarium. And um, these guys and, and us had a wonderful time together the last time we did Gen Con together. Uh, just good group of guys. A fantastic group of guys. Uh, really enjoyed their company. Really enjoyed their, their take on X-Wing. How they want to play X-Wing how they used X-Wing as their vehicle to, to, to not do, you know, 206. Yeah. You know, how they want, they, you know, it's, it's, it's just like, you know, they made that bitch theirs. Yeah. Uh, they definitely took the campaign ideas and expanded oh. on them to a, oh. a level of. Fantastic writing, fantastic scenarios, fantastic playthroughs. You know, oh, let's do the trench run of the Death Star. And, oh, here, we're going to build a playset for it. I mean, it's just like, you know, uh, 11-year-old me is just going, way to go, man. Yeah. You know, it was just fantastic. It's like, this is how, you know, when we were playing with our Kenners, 
uh, TIE Fighters and, and Luke's X-Wing. This is what we envisioned. And here we are, adults in our 40s and 50s. And, and we're just like, we're, we're it's like being 11-year-old Robert again. You know, it's like you're sitting there. And, and, and I guarantee you what's going through everybody's head is da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
I won because it was the old, there was no other shuttles on the table, and right. I gained three points. He gained zero because he destroyed the shuttles that didn't have any hyperspace tokens on them. And he's like, well, that didn't go as planned. I'm like, yeah, that definitely was not at all as what, because he was crushing me. (laughs) He was, he basically took a bunch of hyperspace rings, popped onto the board in the corner and just started annihilating things. And I'm like, this is going to go very fast. And then all of a sudden my little shuttle went, oh, I can go to the hyperspace, shot off the board, and I won. I was like, oh, well, there you go. (laughs) Thanks for playing there. Yeah. So it is not a, oh, well, I can take X and I can wipe you off the board because I have a superior list. It Your list almost is a moot point because you have to consider the scenario that could be picked. You have objectives that you must keep in your wheelhouse at all times yeah you almost have to play the game as i mean it's fun to go around flying and blowing stuff up but the object is it's an objective based scenario yeah and if you don't if you don't get your objective taken care of you've lost the war and it's so thematic because in most of the movies that you watch the rebels are getting pummeled and then all of a sudden all the what do they have to do the rebel transports are away. That's it. Yeah, the rebel, the, 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 you know, the Death Star has cleared the planet. <laughs> Not anymore. We blew it up. Yeah. You know. And with uh, what? With with ten X wings. <laughs> Not ten, but how many were left? What three? Yeah. Same <laughs> thing know. at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi. How many ships yeah. were left flying away from the Death Star? Not freaking much. You know. Let's. I mean, realistically speaking, I mean, even going to you know. Uh, 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 was it Rise of the Resistance or whatever? No, no, that's the show. Duh. No, um, <laughs> the Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. I mean, it's just like, when are we ever going to have the opportunity to to to, to blow up a a, a a ship like this before? And it's going to be like, okay, how many ships we have left? Well, we got one. Okay, yeah, that was worth it, and you got that dreadnought. Great, good job, good job, Poe. Great way to oh, look at it. Yeah, you're talking. Yeah, you're not talking about Force Awakens. Um, or yeah, whatever. The last Sky, or no? Was that the last Skywalker? No. No, that no. yeah, that was the the uh, the Return of the For, the Last Force Jedi. That was the Last Jedi. Last Jedi. So I mean, you have to keep in mind that yeah, I can go out there and I can blow stuff up all over the place. If I don't get the job done, I've lost. Yeah, and so, the reason I think it's the superior format. A, you can get one of these matches done in two hours. If you all stick to your dials, you take some formation flying, because that definitely does speed things up instead of setting 12 dials. If you stick to the, you know, you know the rules pretty well, you can get this done in about two, two and a half hours, depending. I mean, you can call it after two and see who's in the lead and just call it there if you're in a tournament format. But A, it's more complex than the 206, or, yeah, 206 format to where there's a scenario. Right. There's something that you're both striving for. You're blowing things up. You're, you're setting you know certain objectives. You're getting those completed. You're having fun. And there is definitely some... Actually, there is a lot of strategery involved. Now, so strategery... Well, if you then tilt the scales to, well, I want that, but I want it really, uh, 
in depth. I want to campaign. Okay, so then you're gonna have to head over to Hotak, or if you if the 1.0 missions are ever updated, FFG. I mean, that was something that you should have done. Um, yeah, I don't think it's gonna get done this year. There wasn't. There was huge ship formats to where there was a campaign that you could have played, and it took you through an entire uh, campaign to where you could then build up your epic ship, add upgrades build bigger squads, and there was different mission objectives every time, you can go play something like that. If you're looking for something that can be tournament-ready, has a format already built for it, I would recommend doing four rounds and then a top cut to... Uh, top four at the most. Yep. Have the matches two hours each and make it to where... Because you could have 300 points, 500 points. It really doesn't add that much time to your match. Nope. It's... No, it really doesn't. And I, I just, I, I, I agree with you. I think the second that you throw an objective into any scenario, into any game, whether that's epic or even regular old two o six X wing, if you have to put in, if you put in an objective, you change that game radically. Yeah, and. I know the rules say you need an epic ship if you're doing tournament formats, but you don't have to. You could just have it to where you're flying squadrons, because that's what they do yeah. in the freaking movies anyways. Yeah. Just have 10 X-Wings. I don't care. That's fine. Have 10 X-Wings. I know you can't, because you can't have more than 8, but <laughs> like, <laughs> have oh, your 8 X-Wings and something else. I, but why not? <laughs> exactly. You know, it's a game that the rules are fluid enough that you can have your own house rules. This is not rocket science. Yeah. And so like, it's kind of is. they have engines. Well, never mind. I mean, it's but, propulsion science. So shuttle, we'll go ahead. Change, you can change it to fit your needs. Yeah. Just, it's just a tool for, to allow you to do what you want. Yeah. Well, see shuttle Tidurium loves the, the more complex campaigns those i mean uh, you can go watch our videos those take hours hours days to play and if you yes. if you want to just get through a tournament style this is here the campaign or not the the scenarios are not overly complex you'll read right. them you'll understand them you'll get through them they're quick they give you just a taste of what the game is supposed to be like in my honest opinion and right you evolve it you go from there. You don't want it overly complicated because then if you want to set up some sort of tournament, you're screwed because people are just going to be sitting there figuring out how does it work? Okay, we get through it four hours later, next round. No, that's you're going to be tired of playing it. If you keep it into the epic format, you're going to get through those games nicely and you're going to enjoy it and it's going to build into something where you're like, I really like the fact that it wasn't just us shooting each other. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can kind of prove you're wrong because the crates did that and everyone freaking flocked to it. And so did Nova. <laughs> it works. <laughs> and what, All right. Well, people were also talking about the Aces High format. That yep. was the superior for, because guess what? Everyone talks about Aces High as well. Cause I have two more minutes yeah. on the clock. I'm keep, I'm counting. Um, to where it's great because players can just jump in. If you have three players, you play three people. Guess what? There are three, four, five, six player epic missions that you can choose from. 
Yeah. And guess what? You don't have to fly an epic ship. So if somebody only has 250 points, there's a scenario for that. Fly 250 points worth of ships, and you combine it with someone else's 500, and you play against someone else who has 500 points. So it's three people, 250, 250 versus 500. Boom. Done. Easy. I don't know why that's I, not the superior format right now. Well, I think any time that you have a war game, and I don't care what you say, it's based off of a movie, a fiction. It's still a war game. Yep. In war games, whether it's a naval war game, whether it is a uh, aviation war game, whether it is a land combat game, tanks, whatever, you know, doesn't matter. Any war game has an objective. The simplest one, of course, is capture the flag. But the second you have an objective, and I don't really care that it could be, you know, king of the hill, it could be one token, or you have to grab this, or you have to be within this. The second you add an objective, you have definitely enriched that game. Oh. And I, I agree. Uh, X-Wing Miniatures is a fantastic game. And it can be so much more if you are just willing to allow it to happen. All right. And that is time. That is time. So we are going to take a quick break. We're going to take a break. And then we're going to come back and we are going to review the Lego Star Wars Christmas special. This is going to be fun because, you know, normally we're very serious when we do, you know, Mandalorian. But now today we're going to have some fun. Exactly. And now All right. a word from our sponsors. Yeah. Hold on. Padre wants me to do my George Takai intermission. Oh, and now really? a word from our sponsors. Is Christopher Walken there? And now a word from our sponsors. Oh my god, it's like Hollywood is here tonight. That's like us. the worst impression ever that I've ever done of him. And now, words from a sponsor. <laughs> a little bit of Arnold in there? Yeah, I thought so. Now, right. words from our sponsors. Now, you girly man. You think you know everything there is to know about the X-Wing game and you like to share your overwhelming and impressive knowledge with everyone around you. A good listen of the X-Wing Lore Master Quiz is what you need to get your reality check. Hosted by the Condor of all Condors. I am your show host, Bruno Lavigar. Assisted by his benevolent senior intern judge, Peter. This is where you would normally find Peter's extensive and exhaustive rant about Bruno's mediocre hosting skills and this pathetic excuse for a podcast. But I took over. You'll thank me later. Okay. The X-Wing Lore Master Quiz will drive in your thick skull that you don't know shit and don't have what it takes to be the Alpha X-Wing Intergalactic Lore Master 2000 until defeated. All right, we are back. We're ready to do the holiday special, but first, uh, we're going to do some Mad Libs, because this is something my wife got me for Christmas, and I'm super excited about it. So, I've already reached out to the community. We've already filled a good amount of our Mad Libs, the power of the Force, but I didn't get any feedback from you, Robert, so I need an adjective, sir. An adjective. An adjective. Something to describe something. Rosie. Okay, Rosie. I need a noun, so I'm going to put, uh, what is it? 
hoodoo. Okay. Okay, I need an adverb from you. Softly. Ooh, okay. Caressingly. I don't no, care. Okay, <laughs> softly's good. <laughs> okay, I also need a part of the body. Nostrils. Okay, nostrils. All right, and then one more adverb. I will go with mm, gently. I liked gently when I saw it. All right, everyone. Let's Everybody, hear it. The power of the force. All right. The force is a mystical Squamish power. As Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, the force is an energy field created by all living bolts that surround us, penetrate us, and bind the cargo together. Using the power of the Force, a Jedi can do many moist things, like using the Force to exercise spleen control over casual-minded peoples. A Jedi can also use the Force to move objects with his or her cheeks. It doesn't matter how rosy those objects are, it only matters how softly the Jedi believes in the Force. Most importantly, the Force teaches a Jedi to rely on his or her feelings. Wait a minute, that's not right. (laughs) <laughs> this is the opposite of what they're supposed to do. Okay. As Obi-Wan Kenobi told his student Luke Hoodoo Walker, Oh, God. Your nostrils can deceive you. Don't trust them. Instead, a Jedi should gently trust the Force. That is such a cool book. Oh, yeah. So there's how many more? Uh, Probably about 20 more of these. So we're going to do those every podcast now, because why the hell okay. not? Um, and thank you to my wife. It was an excellent gift. But now we're going to review the Star Wars Holiday Special. Holiday Special with B. Arthur. Yeah, exactly. Harvey Corbin. Special musical guests of Limp Biscuit. No. <laughs> Uncle Cracker. Oh, jeez. Okay. This is a 48 minute holiday special. It's Lego. It's amazing. It starts with like. The destruction of, I guess, everything, which is really weird because I it, it opens up with some Imperial troopers just floating through space. Still alive, by the way, because there is no death in Lego. Well, what happened was, unfortunately, if you notice carefully, some of them were red. So they were Sith troopers. So this takes place after the rise of Skywalker. Yes. So... It, it comes and back to I that part. Too. What? Before we get on with this, this is canon. Yeah, oh, yeah, we cannot skip that part. So this this happens. Show is, this show has happened. It was written by Disney. This is part of the Lego, or not of the Lego Star Wars. This is part of the Star Wars canon. So yes, with a grain of salt. <laughs> but canon nonetheless. But it is canon. All right. So, I'm impressed by Yes. So it says, you know, they're going to celebrate Life Day. What is Life Day that you ask? And basically, Life Day is basically like Space Christmas. Yes. They're celebrating life. But without is, the snow. With, well, there's snow in this movie. Yes. So we open with Yoda's narration of Life Day. What is Life Day? <laughs> and. <laughs> So they travel to Kashyyyk, or uh, Wookiee-topia. Wookiee-topia. Who, who, who are we starting with here? Well, we're starting with Rey and her Padawan. And who's her Padawan? Finn. Yeah. 
that's the secret that and, he needed to say during the movie, but he couldn't. That is correct. He believed that he was force sensitive. Exactly. The secret that we all knew, but J.J. Abrams wouldn't give us. <laughs> yeah, he just, he, we're not doing it. Because mystery you know, boxes. Porgs, and the Porgs are there too. Yeah, oh, of course. <laughs> Porgs. Yes, you know. And, and, and that was, when I watched this for the first time, hey, I wanted to have fun. I wanted to have something fun. And then she says, after he, she's, he's going through this, Ray says, and I will quote her now directly. I have paused it so I can read this to you. Finn, I know the force is strong with you. Yeah. How strong are we talking here? How many midichlorians do you think? I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. What's your M count? Oh, um, God. It's like Dragon Ball Z all over again. She senses it. Remember, a Jedi must let go. Now, there are so many visual jokes in this. It is just, it's fun. I mean, Ray is constantly losing her hair. She's have, constantly having to put it on. And it's just, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's well, a lot of fun. They're also going into the Jedi manuals because they can't figure out how to work the stereo, basically. Which I think well, is adorable. Can't figure out what is she doing wrong? She keeps looking in the books, you know. And she's like, I've read them cover to cover, and I'm, I don't, I don't understand why you still suck at being a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, here, have a stick. She's like, <laughs> I learned your... it in like two movies. You can't learn it in an entire holiday special. Really? Come on. Basically, so... but it, but it's it's a ton of fun. Oh yeah. Well, this is this is meant for kids. This is strictly basically a kids movie. I mean, adults are going to watch it cuz they want to gather any intel from the Star Wars universe, how no matter how ridiculous that it is. So Well, okay, we already know that this is not the original Star Wars holiday special. No, god no. Not that part. However, certain things Let's just say we're we're made canon from the holiday special. Yes. You know, so like everybody knows that um Chewie had a family. Yes. Uh he has a mother, a father, and a wife and a kid. Yeah, which we never Itchy. see ever except for the holiday specials. Right. And this show. Yeah, in this show as well. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. They, they showed up. Poe's wearing an ugly sweater. Love it. Which was great. Exactly. Absolutely great. And you know. I don't know why she's such a, in a rush to train Finn. I mean, do, there's no threat. So why does she need to train him so badly so quickly? Well, I think because, you know, she's, you know, I've got to be this this Jedi teacher and, you know, she's all about, you know, teach, 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 teach. And this is, this is how things are done. I know because I got these books and, and, and this is what we got to do. And, and, and I've got to, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. She's putting too much eye in the team. Exactly. She's not doing it correctly. She's teaching Correct. strictly from the book when she should be reaching out with her feelings. 
Yes. And because, you know, life day is about family. It's, 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 you know, it's not about the yip or the tip yip. It's, it's about family. Yeah. Family. That's what it is. Yeah. You know, so she goes off and, you know, of course, BB-8 is like, I got to go, you know, see ya. Bye-bye. You know, leaves poor Dio. You know, he's like, I miss my friend, you know, so he's he's gone. And, of course, you know, they come up with the, well, we're just going to have a, the best darn Christmas, pardon me, life day ever just because, you know, just, you know I, I just think it was, it's, it's fun. If you're a kid, this is fun. But if you're a Star Wars geek like I am, it, it, it has all sorts of information in it. Oh, it's got gravy. So she meditates on it, and a book, of course, just flies off the shelf and almost, you know, hits her. And she's like, right. oh, I just got to go to this temple, and I'll unlock this, and I'll, I'll know how to train Finn. And it's easy. Done. Oh, two seconds. And, and another indication that this is after uh, Rise of Skywalker. Hold on. Flies around. again without crinkling and, and doing all that stuff. <laughs> okay. Another indication that this is past the, ri- the Rise of Skywalker. She's flying around in a T sixty five X wing, red five. Exactly. Uh it's just sitting outside the Falcon, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so, her ride. Yeah. So, of course, the other thing that's happening, of course, is, of course, of course, of course, of course. So, the other thing that's happening is Poe is still struggling with being a leader because you know Leia's gone, and so is the blue or pink haired lady, whoever the hell she was. Um. And he's Aldo. Like, yeah, exactly. So he goes, oh, what do we, how are we going to have the best life day ever? And instead of delegating, he just cuts, I have a plan. And it, he just starts winging it, of course. And yeah. They, and everybody they all panics. slap their foreheads. They're like, no. Yeah. So uh, Poe is still being Poe. He needs to still learn how to let yeah. go and delegate as a leader, not just jump well, into he a can't. and blow things up. He doesn't up. know how to let go because he's not with the force. Exactly. So she's... Also got like a crazy. Is that the helmet that's from the movie? I don't yep. get it. Is it? Yep. Okay, so she brought she flew back to the desert planet to pick up her helmet and uses that to fly around in. Well, no, it was on the it was on the Millennium Falcon. So was the uh, the sparring droid. Yeah, the sparring droid. I remember because um, it actually kicks Finn's ass, which is oh, actually just very character accurate. Oh yeah. He's like, Ow! Stop it! Ow! <laughs> Why are you doing that? Oh, man. All right. So she goes to. Uh, do we know what planet this is? I mean, if we were paying attention, we probably would. Yeah, I, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, see, now enough. you're going to make me go back and figure out what what place it was or what Jedi temple it is, because it does matter. Because um, there is a very significant piece of uh, Jedi. What, what do they call those? Not architecture, but um, uh, damn it. Temple? The, no, things like what Indiana Jones would look for. That belongs in a museum. Relic? Thank you. There's a very important relic on that planet. All right, so she lands on the planet Kaduku, which is has a Jedi temple on it. She's looking for a specific way to train people or maybe even looking for a Jedi master to help her. Whatever. But she's there because she sucks at training and she has no patience, which is a, a way to go to the dark side. You know, what are you going right. to do? Uh, what does she find? Well, she finds a relic. A nice relic. It's called a key. Yeah. 
So I, there's snow covering it. That's perfect, of course. She well, uses. I kept looking for the bumbles. <laughs> exactly. Bumbles bounce. Yeah. So she, of course, grabs it with the force, and it's yep. a it's a key to the past. So she's like, "Oh, cool! I can just open the door to the past and talk to any you know person ever, right? And see who I can train." Now, the important part about this, once again, if we remember when. Um, on the Sith Temple, when Ahsoka was fighting Anakin or Darth Vader, and uh, you know the whole Bailey works came down, and in another show, Ezra Bridger grabs her at just the right moment, and and they're in this other world where time doesn't matter. Yes. Okay, and everybody was like, "Huh? How is this working?" This is the same portal that she's using, by the way. Yeah, so at first... it Force Gateway is what it's called. It looks as though she's just there and can view things. She's not actually interacting with them. Uh, But we start to learn that she can interact. (laughs) Yes. Um, we don't know what repercussions there are for trying to change the past or accidentally right. changing the past. Her first stop is, of course, Dagobah. Yeah, she goes to the swamp. She goes and watches Luke and Master Yoda. And, you know, the famous do or do not, there is no try. He tries to lift the famous X-Wing out of the pond, and he fails to do it. And then all of a sudden, Ray notices, like, there's a swamp creature. She's like, oh, crap, gotta go. So... yeah. She's like, oh, cool, it's a key to the past. The Jedi's future becomes clear, yada, yada. And like the the dits that she is, she just starts opening up portals. Because, again, she goes back there, she sees things, but doesn't realize that things can interact with her, and therefore, possibly, the past can change. Right. And I don't know if she actually has control over things, to where, how she, like, times that she can go and places. She just opens up a portal and jumps through. <laughs> right. Right. She's like, she's just like, where do we go from here? I have no idea. Oh, look, here's another important thing. And, you know, it keeps happening. And what's the better part about this is wherever she lands, it's like something comes back with her by accident or by on purpose or or whatever. And so it, it, it starts off, you know, she gets off a Dagobah without anybody following her through. But the next stop, <laughs> it's, you know, she lands. Oh, where does she land for the next stop? We're going to have to wait. Well, so she goes, first she goes to the Dagobah. Then she ends up with Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan on the bridge uh, in the very first Phantom Menace. Yeah, But then she ends I'm... up above the elevator with Obi-Wan and Anakin, and they're talking to each other, and she's just listening in. But then what happens? They notice her and jump up, yeah. and he goes, "Hello there!" Ah, uh, and immediately creates a portal and jumps right through. Right, and so it's like, okay, they can see you. <laughs> you're. I don't yeah. know if you're altering the past, but holy jeez, they notice. Um, and then well, it's, okay. it's it's a force thing. Yeah. Oh God, just yeah. don't explain it. Just let it happen. <laughs> if you ask questions, yeah. you'll just get a brain aneurysm. You know, Anakin's got a big old 
bouquet of flowers for Padme. <laughs> you know, yeah. a Jedi have complete awareness. It's like, it, it's okay. They didn't see me. No, they didn't see me. And then they're like, hello there. <laughs> yeah. No, they definitely saw you. So then uh, she, uh, she, she does another one and jumps through. Now she ends oh. up on the freaking X-Wing with Luke. Yeah. Right before the Death Star shot. So oh, it's great. She yells at him, listen to your master, use the goddamn force. <laughs> and so then he shoots and makes it. So I'm assuming that when she does jump back into the past, she's really not altering anything. She's just showing up. Events are still happening as they should have. Right. Um, which means you can't really change the past. It's still going to end up in the same path or else you'll just screw up everything. But still, right. things can get screwed up either way. <laughs> well, and, and, and it's use the force, Luke. And next thing you know, <laughs> huh? listen to your master, use the force. Um, Darth Vader, of course, that that whole iconic scene it is is there. You know, uh, Han Solo comes from nowhere, knocks out a couple of Tie Fighters. One bumps him. He goes spinning off, and and then you know, you know, Luke hits the button, the proton torpedoes blow it up, and they escape. Yep, and then and she I jumps through. She jumps through again, and I think the best. <laughs> What she says here, they land back in her. We just saw Luke Skywalker blow up the Death Star. Well, no, wait. Technically, we helped Luke Skywalker blow up the Death Star. Master and Apprentice, so cool. And she's just, best life day ever. Yeah. And then we jump back to Kashyyyk. Poe oh. is making things worse. He overcooks his turkey in the engines of the Millennium Falcon. Because well, why tip not? Yeah. <laughs> And C-3PO's at the helm for whatever reason. I, I guess because C-3PO's the only person in this freaking universe that can't say no. I think so, but, you know, at least he's cool. Yeah, it's, I mean, the, and they're trying to make sort of this life day, but Poe keeps screwing it up because they're like, okay, how about we go get a Christmas tree or a life day tree? And, you know, just try and turn this around. And then Poe's just acting like Poe. Um, yeah. And... <laughs> It's just a nice little touch. It's basically a side story, and it's a nice little one that Poe oh, yeah. is still having problems. He can't get over his ego. So now we jump back to Ray. She goes, let me see what she says exactly, because I think she she screws this up. She goes. Well, she's just like, one more stop. <laughs> well, she says there's so much more to see. And she goes, oh, yeah. we just saw my master's master's father, and we just saw that, 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 that we we can go anywhere and do anything and zero consequences. Great. Let's jump <laughs> right. through another portal. And then it goes right through, and BB-8's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And uh, then it fast forwards to, you know, the Death Star 2. Yeah. Palpatine's ready. Vader is, <laughs> is not really Vader. He's more of like no little... No antsy looking for approval dude yeah you know oh my god and he's it, it, like i said no it's just they're naming it he's like death star 2 feels kind of derivative <laughs> <laughs> hmm, i suppose you have a better name how about star killer base that's the stupidest name i've ever heard <laughs> and then uh they show up in the background yep and you know it's and 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 
fucking Vader's handing him a Christmas present, pardon me, Life Day present, and it's like, Galaxy's Best Emperor. <laughs> yeah, of course I'm the Galaxy's Best Emperor. I'm evil. So, then he throws the cup through the portal <laughs> that randomly appears. Right. He... Now, every other time, the portal closes up quickly. Yeah, but this one stays this open. Time. And he just shoves Vader through it, because they actually notice it. And then, of course, there's the nod to, um, you know, Galaxy's Edge. Yes. Because he's mad because, you know, the Emperor tossed his mug away. He's like, I had to stop at every gift shop on but two to find that. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's like, but two is really? Come on. Yeah. And they're, you know, and it, uh, it's just sight gag after sight gag after sight gag. Yeah, so, of course, now we jump back to the Falcon. Poe is still trying to figure out, you know, how to make this party great. It looks like the turkey did get cooked well now. Um, Oh, it got well done. Yeah, well, now it looks like it's cooked appropriately now. They brought in trees to, I guess, dress up the Falcon more like a, uh, you know, a Wookiee ship to where it has actually leaves on the inside. Yeah, exactly. Well, they got to make the tree, too. Um, right. So now Chewbacca's family shows up. They're, okay. I mean, they're behaving like they, I guess, do. They're eating all the food. They're just making a ruckus and making problems for everything now. Because now it's not only Poe, now it's Chewbacca's family who have not been basically adjusted to human life, <laughs> as it were. If you look, there's a young child Wookiee, an old grandpa Wookiee, and a chick Wookiee. So it's the wife, the grandfather, and the child. Itchy. Itchy. That's such a good name. And grandfather never had a name. There was no. Nala, Itchy, and the crusty grandpa figure. Well, watches, you know, female Wookiees dance. No, he was watching the Twilight dance. He was like, <laughs> oh, that's oh, right, no. it was a Twilight. Yeah, go away, grandpa's watching porn. Oh, God. You know? So terrible. Yeah, but- and they come walking in. So, so, yep. That, there you go. Chewbacca is married. Now, it's obviously an open relationship. I don't want to know. <laughs> well, since oh, they have extended life, you know, it would be okay for them to disappear for years at a time and then come back. That would, I guess, be a few months for them. So, you know, just dad has a traveling job. It's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> so Ray is now flashback to back into the temple. Vader has shown up. He takes the key. Yeah, you know, he's like, "Oh, now I have the uh uh what is this thing?" Yeah. And she, she ignites her lightsaber, sends a pile of rocks, and then she gets the rocks out of the way, and he's like, "Wait, you're a Jedi?" And he's <laughs> like, "Uh, that's right." Yeah, so of course they do the try to grab it out of their hands. It spins, opens up another portal, and now we're in the Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> and they're on the, the what do we call it, the Frost Planet, and they're fighting, trying to beat each other up. And who shows up? Darth Vader and Snowtroopers. That's <laughs> so two Darth Vaders. Darth Vader's like, wait. What are you doing? Follow me. And then the other Darth Vader, no, follow me. That's not me. 
<laughs> he kind of does look like you. He's got the same buttons, heavy breathing. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, which where? Huh? What do we do? Yep. And he's like, forget the girl or forget the base. You know, get the girl. And now we have a Vader versus Vader fight, which is absolutely adorable. Yes, it looks like you. <laughs> yeah. Any idea what the protocol is here? Nope. God. So I mean, I... they they do all the lot impressive, very impressive. And so she grabs the crystal. Again, you know, it goes through another portal. The Vader and the the same Vader and also the girl jump through. Unfortunately, like. Right. Two stormtroopers fall through. <laughs> right. Now, this is the chain of events that is happening. I know. They land on Mustafar. Yep. So then, well, the other, Va- you. the other Vader's like, oh, well, that was weird. Carrying on and just goes right back to where he was. So as we're watching, or as I was originally watching, I was like, are these events that actually happened we just never saw them because the movie just didn't cut them in and they're making them fit because that would be freaking adorable yes i think that's that's it there but it's like so now not oh god then we land where on the lava planet (laughs) no (laughs) well yeah the lava planet where anakin and obi-wan are fighting and now vader and ray are fighting the the snowtroopers. So, so, so you got the snowtroopers. You got Anakin and and Obi Wan, the two st- uh, snowtroopers, Vader, and you got Ray. Now they are falling into another planet. Yeah, and the planet they fall into just happens to have oh, God. a very cute character from the Mandalorian. Yeah, IG eighty eight. And see, I have no idea what planet they were actually on because in no spot was IG-88 and the Mando together shooting troopers in the street, except for uh, when Gideon shows up. So I'm assuming that's the scene, but they show up, he coos, he holds them up in the air with the force, they smile. Dark Vader's like, aw, so cute! (laughs) And they fall into another portal. Jesus Christ. But if you notice, another, I think, a stormtrooper Landed. Now they land and they're on Tatooine. Um, Tatooine, and they're on pod racers now. Yep. Oh God. And so, then, so now it's getting crazy because it's it's not just like them traveling. The, the, like the pods also fly through the portal because it's getting you know hit by the, the little beam that's holding the pod racers together, and then it comes back <laughs> to the. Now we're now we're back into the clone troopers. Yeah, they're doing traffic duty. Oh, man. And of course, they, you know what? Sometimes feels like we're the same person. <laughs> it's two freaking clones. Are you kidding me? This is this is why Lego does the best everything. Oh, heck yeah. Then they end up on Exegol. Yeah. And so now they're on pod racers. I mean, Anakin and Obi-Wan are on Anakin's pod freaking right. out as Ray and Darth Vader fight. Uh, who's the other and pod racer? Saboba? Saboba. <laughs> and now they're driving. As they keep passing through these things, more crap is following them through. Yeah, so then the clones follow them through. 
um, who jinxed each other. Tie Fighter, an X-Wing, uh, two pod racers, uh, several troopers. Uh, <laughs> I mean, all of this shit. And Luke is like, walk, he's on Tatooine looking out at the, the twin suns and all this shit's falling through the sky. Yeah. Yeah. So they just continue to fall through so many different scenarios as they fight. They're throwing things at each other. There's half of a Darth Maul. Yeah. <laughs> There's old ham, young ham, uh, Guido. Yeah, Guido, he shows up. So Luke is literally looking out at the two sons, and things are just falling. And he's like, of course, the blue milk. He's drinking milk. Yeah, they fall in the desert. It's literally a desert of nostalgia. It's absolutely freaking awesome. There's three different (laughs) Obi-Wans. Oh, yeah. And, and I don't know. There's young Luke, old Luke, medium, you, you know, my needs various. I mean, uh, uh, sure. <laughs> oh, and they both shoot Greedo. Oh, that's freaking hilarious. Oh, and Greedo does not get to shoot at all. No, no. He's just a. And then, of course, they fall through again. <laughs> yep. So uh, that's what's funny. Like, all, this entire, like, Oh, the ultimate showdown. If you've never seen that video, everyone go Google the ultimate showdown on YouTube uh, of ultimate destiny. It's basically that and Gandalf the white and Gandalf the gray and <laughs> the Holy Grail's Monty Python and the Grail's Black Knight and Vader, Darth Vader, Anakin, you know, all came out of nowhere and kicked Obi-Wan's ass and da 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 um, And yeah, they run into just regular Luke. Right. And now Luke is falls through, but no, nobody else. Just you know, Luke before um, uh, Ben Kenobi finds him. Yeah, before he's a Jedi. So they fall through. Vader keeps the crystal, jumps through the portal, and now she's stuck with a non-Jedi Luke. Right. <laughs> Which is absolutely adorable because that's like the worst version of Luke that you could possibly imagine. It's like getting young Annie. At least he was force sensitive. Oh my god, yeah. Because, you know, the only thing he wants to do is to go to Tashi's station to get a power converter. Oh god, that's another meme. Did you see that picture on the net? Oh, to where he hands over Baby Yoda and says, can you train him? No. Oh my god. Okay, so it's, um... What what, what is his name? The guy who plays Luke Skywalker. um, Mark Hamill? Mark Hamill. He's in... Right of a, he's in front of a gas station. The gas station's name is Tashi, and he's holding a power converter. <laughs> That's awesome. And he's just, he's kind of leaned back with a big old smile on his face. And there's no caption, but I mean, it's like, I'm reading, and I'm like, he's at the Tashi gas station holding a power converter. Yeah. The dream. Oh, it was great. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, what, it, it's it's always those what ifs. Like, what if all of a sudden Luke actually made it to that Tashi station to pick up power, power converters? Like, and they never picked up that droid or Red 5 actually worked? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, but no, the picture is hilarious. I'll have to find it and send it to you. It was funny. Exactly. Um, well, so she's I'm, all depressed now. Well, hold way. on. I am definitely going to take a bet right now. Five bucks. That in either the Obi Wan show or something, Obi Wan is the one that destroys the power converter on Red, so that he'll have to take R two D two. Uh no, 
You really don't think so? Nope. Ooh. R2D2 convinced him to do it so that he could take his place. Where is that written? Red 5 did it to himself. Where was that written? Because R2D2 is force sensitive. (laughs) No. Oh my god, no. You better not. Um, I mean, that would be funny, but no, it is not. He is not force sensitive. Okay. We're okay now. No, we're not getting into this now. Holy Jesus. But (laughs) anyways, I'm betting that that's what they're going to do. Even if you think he is force sensitive, Obi-Wan's just going to wave his hand, blow up the the power or not the power, the bad motivator. And then all of a sudden that's what triggered the events because he knew that's what he needed. Was that droid? So, we are so off topic now. No, this is great. This is perfect because we're headed now into the future, thirty years later, because that's where Palpatine wants to go with this crystal after he's crushed the rebels. Well, for no, we're not even there yet. Because yes, she's, she's no, she's not. You must have kept. Uh, I'll fast forward now. I no, know because exactly. she falls through. She fights Vader. Vader goes he through leaves. the portal. Yeah, he leaves. And she's stuck back at the temple. And she goes, right. worst life day ever. Right. Now we're going forward. Yeah. And now sense. we're back into where, you know, you know, Jedi destroyed, Rebellion crushed, and yours truly reigns supreme. Yeah, exactly. Let's see where I'm at in, oh, pick a number. 30, 30 years. years. <laughs> and, and what do we get? A shirtless well, dancing Kylo Ren. Oh, God. I, That's see, just that was just so well done. I really, uh, I really want to interview. I'm supremely. I really want to interview somebody from Lego Design and say, when you get a universe, because they've done Marvel, DC, they've done them all. What are the rules and agreements? Because I'm assuming they get free reign of everything as long as they stick to certain story points. Because it's like, what do we want to do with Kylo? Oh, he's got to be shirtless and dancing as a Lego figure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's in. Uh, what else do we want? We want a whiny Vader, and we want a overbearing, you know, ridiculously full of himself Palpatine. Done. What else do we want? <laughs> just... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah do what going. you want. And yeah, just do what you want. What else do we want? I want every prequel or every story ever written in the, from the movies in this movie done got it <laughs> oh my god yeah this is just so good this so, is so good i mean so you know what's his face comes around the corner and sees shirtless kylo and can't stop like staring at his abs <laughs> not because he's attracted to him but just he's like, god damn it it's like you know you just don't look into the sun what are you gonna do well, the first thing you do, look at the sun. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, <laughs> just look right into it. Oh, Jesus Christ. So they're hiding in the closet. That's not a euphemism. They're literally in a closet right. hiding. And freaking Kylo Ren finds them. Yeah. Is... Who is this kid? Who is this supreme leader? I can hear you talking and him breathing and Grandpa? Grandpa? <laughs> Grandpa! Yep, that's me. Wait, Grandpa? <laughs> oh, an Emperor Palpatine. I don't believe it. Hi. How are you even here? <laughs> I'm super fans. And he's got, like, posters hanging on his wall of Darth Vader. Oh, God, yes. Uh, Life Day Miracle. Yeah. <laughs> this is so 
cool. You're my inspiration. And all of a sudden, he's like, all right, so am I, like, ruling the galaxy right now? He goes, uh, I have a story to tell you. And he goes, okay, shoot. He's, like, all nervous. And so they cut, and now we're back with Ray and Luke in the Jedi Temple trying to figure out what to do. And he's like, oh, I don't know where or when he is. And they're trying to fix the droid. <laughs> Again, we're stuck with lame Luke. I'm just a moisture farmer. I just know about vaporators. Yeah. I have no idea what a Darth Vader is. Now, if you got a question about va- vapor barriers, I'm your guy. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but he is handy. I mean, he fixed droids just like his father. Oh, yeah. He's mechanically inclined. Um, but they're happy. They fixed well, BBA. Rankin fixes an antenna. Yeah, a break can fix an antenna. Oh, Jesus, I forgot about that. Oh, and then we cut back to now Palpatine is up to speed on the last 30 years. Yeah. Vader's it's a little not nervous. Exactly no, because he's like, uh, you're telling me this guy betrays me and throws me down a, a freaking shaft? <laughs> Crackly cross guards. <laughs> yes. Vader, then Kylo Ren shows him his lightsaber. And he's like, okay. Yes. He's like, you're my apprentice now. Screw Vader. He fixes his helmet, which is adorable. Oh, I know. Because <laughs> that's literally what fans wanted in the beginning. Like, why did you get rid of his helmet? The helmet's the best part. That's what made him yeah. cool. Uh, and then, of course, he fixes it later, makes it even badasser. Um, oh, Vader's like, oh, that's original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It seems like, well, you haven't betrayed any of your former masters, right? And then it cuts back to him cutting Snoke in half. Right. Which, I mean, if you look along the Sith history, that's supposed to be what happens. They want the stronger to prevail because they right. want the Sith to rule. So, of course, like... Well, he asked him, did you ever throw him down a reactor ship? He's like, no, never betrayed my master by throwing him down a reactor ship. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> cut him in half even though he was more powerful i was just more cunning um <laughs> chewbacca's grandfather we're now back in the falcon tries to eat a porg uh chewie smacks it out of his mouth and oh god there is never oh, a god, m- the line the line the jar jar binks line yeah i was just about to say so he goes not since the jar jar binks speech and <laughs> In the Galactic Senate, has there been a bigger disaster? <laughs> God, if you... Oh, there are, I'm not going to lie. We are definitely going to review the uh, Star Wars movies in, in their intended order. Not 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3, and 7, 8, 9. We're going to do 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. I rewatched yeah. the 1 through 3 recently. As much as there are points in the movie to where I disapprove, there are good things that come out of it, so I'm very excited to review them. And the chain of yes. events that transpire, uh, as as much as there are things that don't make any sense for the plot purposes, there are things that make a great amount of sense. And rewatching that whole thing to where they trick Jar Jar Banks into giving Supreme Executive <laughs> power to the freaking Chancellor is like, holy fuck, Jar Jar, what are you doing? Jar Jar Binks, yeah. the biggest plot armor ever. He is the reason why they went into a freaking galactic war. Because he's, yep. a, he's such a dumbass. 
Great job, Jar Jar. You just yeah. saved the world. <laughs> he doomed the world. That's what he did. Ah. Uh, so, okay, where are we at now? Uh, so Lando shows up afterwards. You know, he's right at the party. Yep, of course, oh, it was a party. Yeah. There's things to fornicate with. Um, right. We also get his daughter, who is now, I guess, next to him. I guess she's his daughter. I, or I think that came out that that's his daughter. Well, yeah, because, you know, because, because. Well, he's had sex with half the universe. How do you think he got all those people to show up at the uh, end you. of <laughs> The Rise of Skywalker? Now, remember we were talking about that open relationship. Yes. Maz Katana shows up, and... Where's my boyfriend? They're, they're rolling on the floor. I mean, Chewbacca and her are just getting some Wookiee love here, evidently. They like wrestling, and she likes to piggyback rides. That's the only reason. Oh, God. So <laughs> okay, I'm just, I'm just saying, I think Maz was riding the hobby horse a little bit there, okay? Oh, I hate going back. We're going to have to discuss this, because we did ask this question on Facebook, and we got some amazing responses. Did George Lucas make the the original movies better by modifying them? And the most recent modification, not by George Lucas, is the McClunky. <laughs> Which, without skipping a beat, Lego Star Wars, I love you to death. Freaking Herodian just comes into the Millennium Falcon and shouts, McClunky! <laughs> <laughs> Zori. Uh, Shows thing. up. Yeah, there's just things happening. They're opening presents. You know, there's people that are singing now. The the blue guy right. from Jabba's Palace is there. He's doing stuff. Um, there's a guy singing Hatties. I'm just going to listen to this real quick. In the original Hatties. Yeah, basically they're singing Jingle Bells in Hatties. Um, which is, that's a thing, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, space. Yeah, space. That's the best explanation ever. Oh. Then we go to, back to the Death Star 2. I almost need a break just from that scene alone. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're now back to the to the okay. The, the the that part that we just talked about that was the best the the better part. Now we're I guess we're back to you know the other yeah. parts to where Kylo yeah. Ren. He's like, "What do you think, Death Star Two? Huh? Pretty cool." And he goes, "Uh, what about Star Killer?" And he goes, "Ooh, Star Killer. <laughs> Good name. Like, That's my name. That's Vader. That's what I came up with." Oh God. Okay. But I'm setting Vendor Vader down. <laughs> I like it. I like it. He's like, I'm setting Vader down here to the to the Force wounded and, and Kylo's like, that sets off the whole chain of events. Because <laughs> your and son's down on the moon, you up and checking you down a reactor shaft. Yeah, exactly. But again, Palpatine's undoing is his overconfidence. Perfect. It's exactly what's supposed to happen. He's so goddamn full of himself. Oh, and then he says that there ain't no coming back from that. Yeah. Well, there ain't no coming back from getting thrown down a reactor. I got news for you. <laughs> he comes back. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. This you is... are worried about your apprentice betraying you? <laughs> and he's. You know, and he's like, you mean my former apprentice? Yeah, exactly. 
Oh man, this this is like one of the greatest holiday specials ever, and I'm so glad Lego got the opportunity to do it. Oh yeah, because Ooh. they, I mean, they paid good homage to a lot of things. Yeah, they did not skimp on anything. No, and, and I mean, the storyline is passable, but it, it's the sight gags and and the the wordplay between the characters. So yes, it's a children's show, but God, if you're an adult and you're listening to it, you're like, uh huh, okay. Oh yeah, the great thing is this is super kid friendly. My kids love oh, yeah. this. They definitely wanted to watch it again, which we're gonna have to. But as I've said, I can't. I think it was the previous Mandalorian episode, uh, or the last one, or the. I think it was episode fifteen, to where they they made fun of the stormtrooper helmet. They can't see shit in this thing, anyways. Yes. And so yes. that's exactly what this is. This is a guess what? We're going to take all the things you love, all the things you hate, all the things that didn't make sense, and we're just going to make fun of them for an, a forty-eight minute series. It's perfect. It's freaking perfect. Oh, um, and it was so well done. Uh, before we get to the end of the end, but so we're back at the Jedi Temple. Yoda appears because right that now uh, as a well, ghost gets around. Yeah, and she goes, "I failed. I failed everything. I failed teaching Finn. I failed to stop Darth Vader. All I am is a bunch of failure." And he goes, "Yeah, <laughs> try being me, who let the Sith take over, erase all Jedi, and basically ruled the galaxy for about thirty years." possibly right. 60. Um, I'm the reason like everything happened because I couldn't foresee it and I failed. However, you make up for your failures. Cause what did he do? He trained Luke. Luke destroyed the second death star, destroyed Vader, destroyed Palpatine. Right. And you know, they show a little bit of Finn actually coming through to where he saves the tree from falling over and right. shows, you know, some of the things that you're throwing at the wall are sticking, man. You're doing good. It's, uh, Rome wasn't built in a day. The Death Star wasn't built in a day. Your silence is perfect for that joke. Um, I know. <laughs> so, and that's where she learns. You know, I can't teach Finn the way that I was taught or others have taught. Everyone finds their own path. But they're going to make connections. They're going to figure out how to improve training Jedi because then all of a sudden they start going over all the... the you know, Obi-Wan and Anakin, Luke and Yoda, um, and, I mean, everyone that's usually trained. Uh, I think it was Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon were the other ones. And right. He's like, you know, look at this. This is like three generations of past, present, and future of successes and failures. You take what you get, you do what you can, you learn from it, you move on. Yeah. And that's it. Um, well, and, and it's setting things up, though. I mean, the the, the ending is actually pretty important um, in leading to possibly the future of the Star Wars, um, of the, 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 the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. You know, but, you know, Yoda takes off and, you know, it's like, oh, how do I get out of here? What about Vader? What about the Emperor? Showed you all you need to know. I did. The power all along you had. <clears throat> right? Yeah. And, you know, so she's able to, you know, open up the portal again. And um, she's able to go through and, and kind of 
take care of business because you know we've got to kind of resolve the uh the timeline that's all dorked up because of what she did you yeah know, let's face it yeah well, so it's she, her fault basically she figures out like the temple and her her force abilities are are what make these things possible so she figures, like, all of a sudden the entire temple lights up with a bunch of kyber crystals. I'm going to assume they're kyber crystals. If they're not, please correct me. They spin around, they open the portal, and she jumps back into the uh, portal to try, yeah, exactly, to set things right. Um, And <laughs> now Kylo is unsure about Palpatine, and they're going back and forth. And they're like, well, I'm the Supreme Leader. He goes, yeah, but I'm the Emperor. Emperor is definitely above Supreme Leader. And then Vader is the Apprentice. <laughs> and it's, oh, God, this is absolutely. And uh, this is what's great. He's like, uh, no, things are still happening exactly as planned. No, I'm good with my Uncle Luke down reactor, but Grandpa Vader too, please. And he goes, don't get, don't get cold feet on me now, kid. And then, boof, out pops Ray. I'm assuming you're here. Oh, yeah, I'm right here. Oh, okay. Thought I lost you. I don't I know if you cut up for a second. I was going to say I don't. I was waiting for you to say something, and then it never came through. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I, this is just so stinking funny. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my God. This is just, and, and, and it's like, I shouldn't be laughing. And yet I am, you know, Kylo and, and, and Ray are going at it. And you know, what does Luke Skywalker do? Takes out a carton of milk. Yeah. And starts drinking. Well, he's like, Kyle's like, I'm going to make you pay for what you did to me. And Luke's like, I don't even know who you are, dude. Like, <laughs> Throws, and then he throws the milk and he freezes the milk. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, okay, this is funny. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, man. it's like that scene, you know. They know oh. exactly what they're doing. Well, oh. the other thing is when Yoda goes, oh, you've had the, the ability in your, all along. And Yoda's like, or it, it totally reminded me of uh, Spaceballs. I lost the ring. Oh, the ring means nothing. Oh. I got it out of a Cracker Jacks. The force is in you. <laughs> and all of a sudden, right. he, just, he makes it appear. So now, of course, Luke has brought the now, oh God, the Return of the Jedi Luke now appears back at the Death Star with Vader. Vader. And now they're ready to battle it out. Uh, I, I like it. You know the drill. Yeah, stop everybody. Yeah, save the universe. Black cape. <laughs> and it's oh. like really not sure whose side I'm on here. Uh <laughs> he goes, oh. All right, make with the fighty fighty. <laughs> yeah, less talky talky, more fighty fighty. <laughs> exactly. So Vader is still fighting, except now it's Ray and Vader, and then it's Kylo and Luke uh instead. Right. Which it's very interesting that they did that instead of the original way. Uh, Palpatine's like shooting lightning in the background, and then it, it's like they're fighting over the crystal. They're they're basically. Oh, I know. They they got the crystal. They send Kylo back to where he came from, 
and his helmet breaks, which is absolutely adorable. Then he rage rips apart right. the chair. <laughs> Join me, and together we can rule the galaxy. And and Pelp is like, good, good. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not how this is supposed to work. <laughs> oh, God. So then he force lightnings Luke, but then he starts freaking force lightning Vader instead. <laughs> Right. Instead of Ray. I don't right. know why, because he's a moron. And well, then Palpatine tries to recruit Ray. <laughs> of course he does. <sighs> and he's like, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll rule the galaxy together. So he starts force lightning her. He gains control, rules the galaxy forever. And, you know, they start fighting over it. Luke wakes up. He starts fighting over the crystal. Uh, they both let go so that the Force Crystal <laughs> knocks out Palpatine, and they just start spinning in the chair. <laughs> he's he's in with the Force Lightning. He goes, "That's for throwing me down a reactor." And yeah. Peter's like, "I've never thrown you down a reactor." And Palp's like, "Not yet." <laughs> Oh my god, this freaking this movie is amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so oh. yep, they get away. Thank goodness it's all Vader's fault. So Vader then picks him up and throws him down a freaking reactor shaft. Right. And, and the, <laughs> the whole best part, he's falling down the reactor to his death, and he sees the mug and he's like well maybe I overreacted and maybe there's good and he's like that's it I'm going to turn my life around and I'm going to be a good guy and then he explodes when he hits the reactor (laughs) (laughs) for some reason Vader when he gets electrocuted his suit turns into a sweater (laughs) you saw that right yes okay he's like what's with the sweater and then he throws him down the shaft Oh, oh God! It was great. It was. I, yeah, this thing gives me everything and more. The holiday special is absolutely just. Oh, it's perfect. So, she returns Luke. Um, you know he'll be fine. He's one tough Jedi. <laughs> he wakes up. He then sees like fifty thousand portals appearing because Ray's fixing everything. Oh God! Yeah, and it's just. And it just, I mean, it goes on, and then it goes on, and then it goes on, and then it goes on. And well, how it is she supposed stop. to know where everyone goes? It's, it's well, not she's feasible. Oh, I guess she has to ask all of them, where are you from? Oh, I'm from, you know, this year in this area. Oh, cool. Perfect. Done. Oh, Jesus. All right, so we make it back to the Falcon. There's a freaking disco ball droid at the top. Uh, that little mechanic from Rise of Skywalker, the one that everyone loves. He's yes. doing break dancing. Uh, Poe finally cooks the turkey correctly. And bb is trying to explain to C-3PO what's good, what happened. And he's like, three Luke Skywalkers? Like, what the hell are you talking about? Oh, God, I was... So... It was just so good. It was just so good. And and oh, uh, what was his name? Zebo. That's the yeah. guy that's playing the piano. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so 
Finn and Ray hug and Poe starts crying and says, all right, enough of you two hugging. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> he's like, it's such a moment. Or maybe he's sad that Finn and Ray are hugging and he's, and he's jealous because he doesn't want to yeah. lose Finn as a lover. Well, um, there's a big bromance going on there. Oh, um, I love those two. Why couldn't that be the first gay Star Wars couple? Damn it. Oh, because reasons. Yeah, exactly. Um, so Finn gets a lightsaber. He accidentally cuts the table in half. Well, you know, he's still got things to learn. Yep. Oh, God, yeah, he does. Uh, Poe cries again because he cut the turkey in half. Right. Uh, apparently they left the roof of the Falcon open so the tree could fit. Very Clark Griswold of them. And right. it starts to snow. Yes, because on Kashyyyk, it snows so often. I guess. But. And 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 here's another way that you there is another way that you can tell that this happened after the rise of Skywalker because of two characters that show up at the end. Which ones? Two Force ghosts, Luke and Leia. Yep. And they actually show up as their age, not young versions right. of themselves. Right. And... So, so. Thus, making this completely 100% canon. Yep. Pure and simple, canon. That's that's it. It's canon. Done. Canon. Done. Canon. Yeah. And, and, and it was a good story. You know, so it's a fun little romp. Just enjoyed the hell out of it. You know, the fact that there were so many ugly sweaters. You know, <laughs> Vader was wearing the, the 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 Death Star ugly sweater. Poe po had his. I mean, it was just so good. It, yeah. You know, it was fun. I enjoyed it. You know, it's it's kind of like being an adult now when we watch like you know the Peanuts Christmas special. You know. Yes. Uh, you know, it's we've seen it a thousand times, but yet we still watch it. We gotta watch it because it's that good. Oh, my kids love watching the the Thanksgiving one, the Christmas one. We read the books over and over. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's awesome. It's, yeah, it's exactly where you want it to go because it's fun. It's not something that you need to del dive into and, and jot everything down to make sure that <clears throat> everything fits together. And you get, but it's fun. It was absolutely adorable, and I loved it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did it again. What'd you do again? I'm trying to find the credits here. Oh. Because I wanted to see who were some of the voice actors. Yeah, so I believe Ray was. Uh, uh, I believe <clears throat> they got the original actors, but yeah, that's good. We should actually figure that out. <laughs> Star Wars Holiday Special. Uh, that would be what two thousand twenty. There we go. TV short. Uh, let's see. Ooh, okay. None of the actors are the actual actors. Really? Yeah. So Han Solo and the Jawas was done by AJ, uh, Locasio. C-3PO is Anthony Daniels, which actually is Anthony, 
or it, which is actually C-3PO's voice. Um, Darth Maul was Ben Regdergast, which he's a voice actor. He actually uh, wasn't any, you know, he's not actually the Darth Maul guy. Uh, Billy D. Williams did do Lando. Thought so. Yeah. The D. Bradley Baker was the clone trooper. And he's the he's from American Dad. Um Helen Sadler. I don't she is a voice actor for it looks like a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she was in Star Wars Squadrons and stuff like that, but it wasn't actually uh uh Daisy. We've got Eric Bowser as Luke Skywalker, Gray Griffin as Maz. Uh, Jake Green is... How many Greedos are there? Oh, no, that's, that's just, uh, another thing. Uh, James Arnold Taylor is Obi-Wan. Kelly Marine... Or, sorry, Kelly Marie Tran. Tran. Yeah, she, again, she's not the... Oh, no, wait, she was Rose. Okay. Yeah, that is actually Rose. Um, Matt Lanter was Anakin, and... Ben Omar Omar Miller so not actually so a mix of things not actually voice not the actual actors from the movie but some of them were well the fact that Billy D. Williams did it and of course Anthony Daniels will always do it because he'll yeah. do it guys I gotta watch that documentary with him um, oh it was fantastic yeah, to where he basically, I might as well have been a droid and treated exactly like I was in the movies because that's how they treated me on the set. Yeah, uh, he, but he loved being the he loved being uh Yeah, he's a guy that del definitely what is it delved dove and divved into the character. Yeah, and and embraced it, and didn't mind that like that's what he was known for and that's what he's credited for and all that. So. Oh, man, what a holiday treat. Did you know that Grant Imahara was um, one of the five guys that was allowed to portray uh, C-3PO for um, personal uh, appearances for C-3PO? That's cool. Yeah, oh, I wait, couldn't. Yeah, I did know that. Yes. I thought that was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm glad he was able to fit into the suit. That's actually impressive. Well, he had to keep a certain weight in order to do it. Yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> I couldn't fit in that damn thing. I mean, a 6'5 no. C-3PO? I don't think so. All right. I mean, that's, that's a wrap. Um, yep. So we've now reviewed something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> and now for something completely different. So, I mean, because we do the, the Mandalorian, we're going to do the movies for our Patreons. We just want to do the special to wrap up the year because it's a Life yeah. Day movie. It's, you know, a Christmas we just, movie. You know what? We wanted to have a little bit of fun. Yeah, to wrap up the year. Because we, we'll try to do more podcasting because we have so much to talk about. Um, we want to go through the Epic missions. We want to go through the Hotak missions, like Group yeah. Alpha missions. The, and there's there's many shows we have to review still. Oh, um, there's so many. You know, um, and and I think movie. we should really make a uh, make a point this week to watch, um, the Phantom Menace. Yeah, 
because that's going to be the first thing that we review for our Patreon members. And I yeah. just rewatched it too. And and we're going to have to have to talk about what worked, what didn't work, you know, uh, and we'll have to take notes and we'll have to treat it like a real thing and and then uh I will take it ultimately serious because I never ever ever go off topic when we're doing this stuff. I mean the more off topic we go the is the we didn't like the movie if we keep going off topic it's because we don't want to talk about the movie (laughs) well and i'm one of those weird guys that i don't mind the prequels it's it's the story that he chose to tell you don't have to like it i i'm now falling into that column as well it used to be to where none of that makes sense i mean i don't like the character development i I hate the how they directed the actor to portray this character who is you know such a menace basically anakin skywalker he was such a menacing terror yeah it's not our story to tell no definitely not and i like i can now now that i've watched actually the prequels again i now understand why anakin turned to the dark side it makes a lot more sense to me now that i've sat down and like seriously watched them in order Um, right and it's you know it is what it is well when you hate sand that bad you can only go bad of course gets into everything especially gears Uh motors yeah, <laughs> and it sucks to be me because that's what I end up with with for the rest of my life: artificial limbs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, that's a wrap, people. We've had so much fun doing the podcast and also the uh, the review of the latest and greatest that Star Wars has to offer. If you've not seen it, please go watch it. Um, yep. If you didn't know it existed. It is it is such a joy. There's also another thing, Star Wars All Stars, which is like five episodes so far, to where they just do like these shorts with random characters. That's yes. also enjoyable to do or watch. Yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of depth uh, to Disney um, on demand here. Uh, it's just I was amazed at how much that is in this channel with National Geographic or Star Wars or Marvel or uh, documentaries on, uh, you know, Walt Disney himself or how to build the parks or the Imagineering that went into building the parks and, and the director's cuts of everything for the Mandalorian. And, and it's just, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very deep. Well, yeah, it's getting deeper. <laughs> you no, know, it's I mean, a very deep. Well, and I, I'm glad I spend the money every month on it. Yeah, exactly. All right. How many, for those of you who don't know, uh, we like to rate our movies on how many baby yippies or baby Yodas, because we call him Baby Yippy before we found out he was Grogu. Ah, you can't say that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you will have to beat that out. What? <laughs> you can't say his name. Why not? Because I may not have watched it. Ugh, you got to be kidding me. I mean... No! I do... What's in the name? <laughs> okay, right. so anyhow. Uh, so, uh, how many baby yippies? Oh, this is a good solid eight. Okay, so uh, since this was such a ridiculously... I'm going to go 11 yippies out of 10. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm treating it for real. Oh, you're I, treating I, it for real. Okay. Um, it's a solid eight. A solid eight? I, like... 
my kids liked it. I've watched it now a few times. It's so For what funny. it is. It's a solid eight. Oh, I, I mean, it, I'm going to say nine point five. Okay, I, I'm going solid eight uh, because I mean, there's some there's shows out there like you know, A Christmas Story, solid eight. Is it the best movie ever produced? Nope. Do I watch it every year? Yep. <laughs> yeah, this is one of those things that I'm definitely going to watch like every year. Yep. It's this rates be, high enough. It's definitely going to be thrown into the A Christmas Story, uh, you know, Charlie Brown's Christmas, all that. You know, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Well, maybe oh. not for the kitties. Um, that one's not for the kitties. Definitely not. Dude, we saw it at the drive-in theater. Uncut. So it was great uncut i've forgotten how good it was uncut <laughs> oh no, it's yeah no it's definitely one of those movies that you can just quote to death <laughs> no shit like oh god <laughs> so <laughs> on my deathbed i will receive total consciousness i got that going for me it's nice uh we're gonna wrap so, it there so thank I mean, you patreon people and members and you know, 2021, we're going to have a lot more fun. Yeah, I, we're going to keep this train going as much as possible. Um, so, if you haven't, you can go join our Discord channel. Um, you can head over to our two Facebook channels, which is Recon Specialist TV and also Rexpec X-Wing Miniatures. You can catch us on YouTubes, uh, which is Recon Specialist TV and Sling Paint Gaming. You can go check out our tokens at recontokens.com, uh, which is our Etsy store where you can buy yeah, any type of token you want. If you don't see it there, email us at recontokens at gmail.com and contact us. We'll create them. You can send us pictures. We'll create something with that. Customs, uh, Christmas ornaments, whatever you need. And you can also email us at reconspecialisttv at gmail.com if you want questions, comments, concerns, uh, anything you want to talk to us about, anything you want us to review or do. Um, and you can join our Patreon, Recon Specialist TV. We give out tons of gifts to our Patreon members because you keep this baby going. Um, yep. And we also just gave out a whole set of templates to our Patreon members. Uh, we've got more cards coming. I just got the okay from two of the latest and greatest for making alternate art cards. So we're going to be making the altar card for a one Mr. Gustavo, for those of you who know. He makes, or helps make the TTS mod um, for X-Wing Unified. And also Joe Masalati, who is the creator of the X-Wing AI. So we're going to make some alternate art cards of them, just like we've done in the past of, uh, you know, Aaron Coach Kroll, uh, Ryan Farmer, Chris Allen, Important people Sarah, of X-Wing. The people of X-Wing that make it all possible. So we're doing two all the alternate art cards of them. So those are on our Patreon channel. We're going to be uh, given away, and then we'll add them to the store as well so people can just directly buy them. Um, we actually have alt art cards up now on Recon Tokens. So, yeah, there you have it. That's a show. That's it. That's all so... she wrote. So goodbye, 2020. Hello, 2021. And 2020 will be in our hindsight. Yeah, it'll be spoken about for years to come. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> has anyone ever told you about 2020? No, it's not the story that an adult will likely tell you. 
<laughs> Let me tell you about the, the tragedy of 2020. Has anyone ever told you the story of the Darth? Or no, what is it? Has anyone Darth ever told you the tragedy five. of 2020? <laughs> oh, my God. So thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. We'll see you, uh, I guess, the next time. It will be in 2021. Yeah. A happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy Life Day. Happy, happy Life Day. Right. <laughs> Have a good one, everyone. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Later.